610 WIOD presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk with Neil, call 622 WIOD in Dade, 767 WIOD in Broward. Mobile One and AT&T wireless customers can call toll-free at Pound IOD. And now, not only across South Florida, but across the nation and Canada, too. Call toll-free at 1-888-474-WIOD. And now, the Neil Rogers Show. It's Friday, you bastard. Thanks to the state of California, Ebonics has become an official language. But on the East Coast in Brooklyn, Pisonics is ruling the street. You guys, check out the f***ing Bambinos on that broad and get a load of her poopa. English translation, I really enjoy her company. So as last night, I banged the hell out of this chick in this real classy joint. English translation, I made love to her in the back of my Camaro. Yeah, yeah, I'm the main tenants director where all the youths hang out. English translation, I'm a janitor at the elementary school. If you'd like to get your copy of Hooked on Pisonics, just stuff some money in a plain brown envelope and shove it under the back door of Mario's over on the west side. And we'll be in touch. Hey, Paisan, did he didn't say Mario, did he? Penguin advantage here. They have scored 15 goals for on four, allowing just five. There's Yager bursting back in. He gives the puck to Lemieux. He shoots and scores. He ties the game. Mario Lemieux gets it home. The Penguins make it 4 4. Call Arnold Slick from Turtle Crane. Mario Lemieux. Well, that was some game last night to watch, which, of course, unless you have the small dish, you didn't see it. Too bad if you don't have the small dish. What are you thinking about, huh? So you will get 700 solicitation calls every other day, but it's worth it. If you don't have that dish, man, you ain't uh, watching squat. How about those Marlins? Oh! Nobody cares, but they're three and... I... Oh! Three and what? I... Oh! Exactly right. And uh, they're doing it. Alex Fernandez's debut was a major success. Conine hits a grand slam. Nobody cares, but they had 30... Uh, what was it? 32,000 people there last night. You see, in order to make the two and a half million that somebody was writing about the other day who doesn't have a column today, by the way, and if he did, he still wouldn't apologize to David Halberstram. But at any rate, in order to make two and a half million... They got to average 30,000 a game, a little more than that, which may not sound like much, you know, at first glance since we did 3 million the first year, but that was the uh, novelty factor. They got to average at least 30,000 a game. Just keep that in mind unless you want to lose your baseball team, okay? I mean, I'm not going, but uh, don't worry about me. So more stuff in the newspaper again this morning, huh? More stuff in the Sun Sentinel, more stuff in the Herald. I'll tell you one thing. At least Barry Jackson's found some other stuff to write about. Not too exciting. Is there too much Marlins on TV, and is that going to hurt the attendance? Good point, Barry, for a change. That's an interesting uh, topic. Do you think there's too many games on? And watching the games free, if you can sit in your living room comfortably, especially in July and August when it's going to be 140 degrees in the shade, would you rather sit on your ass at home and watch the game free, or would you rather go out there for like 20 or 25 bucks and sweat your ass off and fight with the mosquitoes as big as bowling balls? That's the question everybody's asking. So I guess we'll wait and find out. But then at the end of his article, which uh, this just seems to be compulsive in our local newspapers lately, more speculation, more stuff. Oh, before we get to that, here's Roger's quote of the day. Wait a minute. Roger's quote of... Quote of oh, I'm sorry, quote of the... Oh, thank God it ain't the quote of the day. Roger Crouch, our corporate sales hole, our plastic sales guy who's in the building, I understand... His quote of the day is, Generosity is giving more than you can, and pride is taking less than you need. Which I think what he's trying to say is, Pride is working for Paxson, taking less than you need. Attaboy, Roger.
Ask Wayne Roberts about that. <laughs> Ask the people with their talent checks every month. Taking less than you need, less than you earned, less than you deserve. It's the Paxson way. Thank you very much, Roger. That's a nice uh, silk suit you're wearing, too, by the way. All plastic people wear nice, expensive silk suits. 10.05 at WIOD. So anyway, Barry Jackson writes today. As the rumor mill continues all around town, they're all doing it, baby. He writes, WQAM sales staff is telling advertisers that WIOD's Neil Rogers will join WQAM by October, but WQAM says it is not ready to make the announcement. Norman Kent, Rogers' attorney, says the deal is close. WQAM has made a multi-million dollar offer that blows away WIOD's offer, Kent said. End of quote by Barry Jackson. Pretty short today, Barry. And thank you so much for not putting in all the misinformation that some people were feeding you. I don't want to mention Jay Hoker by name. Then anyway, on the inside second page, made people in the news again today. We're getting almost as big as Howard, George. We're just missing a few zeros on the paychecks. People in the news. No ugly picture today. No fat old ugly picture today. But Rogers to pitch for a sports station, it says. And it doesn't have anybody's name signed to this one. So I guess Jick is too embarrassed to uh, keep putting... As long as they don't put their name on it, they don't have to say, well, we made, a, made, made him another mistake. The embarrassment factor may be limited. Rogers to pitch for sports station, it says, as in a post to catch. Which, thank you very much for that. Because there are a lot of people out there wondering, is he going to be pitching wherever he's going to be, or is he going to be catching? Probably neither, although their softball team is pretty weak. It says, WIOD, 610 AM talk personality Neil Rogers, has tendered his resignation to station owner Paxson Communications, effective September 30th, said Rogers attorney Norman Kent on Thursday night. Kent also confirmed that Rogers likely will move to all sports station WQAM, 560 AM. WQAM made an offer that blew Paxson out of the water, and Paxson said they couldn't match it, Kent said. Rogers makes an estimated $500,000 annually on his current contract. Where do they come up with these numbers? Wrong. Rogers announced on the year two weeks ago he had signed a new contract with Paxson through 2002. However, Paxson never received the signed contract. Oi! Thank God. I mean, uh, so that's the end of that quote from the uh, Sun Sentinel this morning as the speculation continues and on and on it goes. All I can say is... I don't know! Here's Miami. Hello. Oh, Neil, this is really exciting. What is that? That you're getting out of there. Yeah? Who said that? Uh, I guess, uh, Chica did. And Whoever uh, wrote that said it, yeah? Norman Kent said it? No, but, uh, Paxson, they're a bunch of idiots. They let Phil Henry go. They're letting you go. I mean, two of the greatest talents in, in radio. What, what about the Dolphins? Thinking? Is, are you what really about the Dolphins? What about the Dolphins? The Dolphins, Mandage Defoe. Yeah. What are they going to do? Uh, what about, uh, what's it, Juan Mendieta? Are they going to put Allen Burke back middays, dig him up? Yes! <laughs> are you really yeah. going, Neil? Am I going what? QAM. I don't know! All right, Neil, good luck. You know that old saying, the less said the better? Yep. I show up here every day, don't I? Yep. Every single day I show up here. But Paxson, you're an asshole. Okay. Later. Thank you so much. Okay, there's a good call to get us started this morning. <laughs> oh, man. 
You know, it's amazing how uh, this town you couldn't you couldn't keep anything quiet in this town for more than five minutes if your if they held a gun if they stuck a gun deep inside your rectum if they put an Uzi up in there you still couldn't keep it quiet because basically what this town is all about it's Yenta Central. <laughs> Everybody's got stories. Everybody, not only Joe Zagaki up there with his big eyebrows and loose lip. Everybody is hocking back and forth and bop, bop, bop. And let me say it again. The uh, limited number of baseball fans we have out there, they think that the big topic of conversation is that the Marlins are off to this great start, that Alex Fernandez uh, pitched a good game, that uh, uh, Keith Brock, Kevin Brown pitched a great opening game, seven inning, one hitter, et cetera, and so on. They're not talking about that in the dugout. They're talking about is Neil really leaving? Oh! Exactly. I have that on very good authority, by the way, from people who have been very close, right there in the locker room, right up close and personal, right under those steamy shower heads. That's where I'm getting the information, so make no mistake about that. So it's an all-request Friday. It's all, uh, we're going to play jingles today. We got, uh, we're going to kill four hours today, because it feels like holiday, doesn't it? And there was no traffic this morning. None. I mean, if people earlier in the week missed their opportunity to get there out of this town, they sure are taking that chance this week at Paxson headquarters. A major Messiah, or, or Messiah, they say. I say Messiah, you say Messiah. Here's Del Rey on a mobile. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Wow, 10 years of listening to you. I will follow you anywhere. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if you're going to be leaving or what you're going to be doing, but uh, wherever you go, we're going to be there. Yeah, of course. And, uh, you I, know... I think everyone is aware of that. I, I don't, don't think, know! I don't think Paxson really wants you around. Yeah. I think deep down inside, they don't want your kind. You know, you're spewing all this uh, great stuff, and we love it. Yeah. But uh, I don't think you fit in. You I mean, they don't want some Jew fag atheist on the air? No, I don't think so. I mean, yeah. I think they want some toe-the-line, uh, liberal, uh, you know, uh, conservative, over-conservative crazy man out there great. preaching to us. I'll you tell know? you, Rush Limbaugh, they already have the rights to that INZ. I think it'll be great when they start simulcasting Rush on... IOD and INZ, that should be pretty good. Don't let them change you. Don't let them change anything. Don't let who change me? Anybody. They're Don't not. Let anybody change you or tell you what to say or do. Yeah. Stay just like you are. No, Walter Sabo says we got to uh, have a lot shorter call, so have a great day. And thanks for listening to 610 WIO Day. We have an open line in uh, the outer. I can't stop doing that. She Has she stopped doing that? Because I love Brooke, and I got a very nice note from her I this morning. I spoke to her yesterday, and she it, says that uh, she is not being manipulated by Walt Sabo at all, that she only keeps the call short when they happen to be boring. No, her. wrong. Well, that's what she said. I mean, I don't, I'm not wrong about the manipulation part, but believe me, I mean, just relax. Once she's here long enough, uh, she'll discover that but you're, you, you can't afford short calls. Not in this town. You've got to milk one for what each one is worth. Because if you're going to have, like, short calls, you better hope that you have, like, 7,000 calls in uh, three hours, which is what she's on now from 6 to 9. And that business about getting... I get, you know, I don't care what anybody says. That's a contrived thing, getting those call letters. We mentioned the call letters a zillion times. In fact, every time you give the phone number out, which we give them a lot, we have the phone numbers as part of WIO Day. Do you understand what I'm saying? So rather than saying, thanks for calling 610 W... Oh, I, I hate that. I hate it. It makes my skin crawl. Not just on this station, any station I'm listening to where they're doing talk. And they say, thanks for calling WRKO. Oh, get out of here already. We know what station we're listening to. Some asshole consultant told you to keep saying that. See, I hate to break the news to you, but you can keep saying the call letters a million times an hour. And if people aren't listening, the ones who aren't listening aren't going to hear the call letters. Oh, no. You didn't say that, did you? Let me say it again. Maybe the ones who are listening don't know what they're listening to. Yeah. Well, if they're listening to WRKO, I mean, uh, I believe that. 
Although my good friend Jerry Williams is still there. They pump him up with oxygen every morning, and he's still alive. Jerry is 98 years old this week. He's still on the air hocking at Chinook. He still sounds exactly the same as he did 35 years ago, and he's still doing a job. boy, Jerry. Jerry Williams, man. I'll tell you one thing. Jerry is a great, great, great legendary talent in the history of talk radio. But when we worked together at WNWS in 1980, I will say this. He was one of the few people I ever worked with who made me feel beautiful. That's how ugly Jerry is. I mean, he's a great guy, and he's good, but he's, he's got a face and a body for radio. I mean, I'm ugly, but believe me, Jerry Williams is just a real strange-looking dude. Isn't it amazing how all of us ugly people wound up on radio? I mean, beautiful people like, uh, what's the guy on Meet the Press that I can't stand, that asshole, that uh, liberal-looking, uh, what the hell is his name, with a real red complexion, where it always looks like his skin is falling apart? On Meet the Press, come on. Tim, uh, I watch that show. Tim uh, Russert. Oh, God. Well, he's no Lawrence Spivak, I'll tell you that. Now, you're not old enough to remember Lawrence Spivak, are you? Do you remember Bill Monroe, who used to say Abashin because he was from New England on the Meet the Press? See, that show is, the, I believe, the longest-running show in America on TV. The longest-running show in North America on TV is Hockey Night in Canada. How do you like that? But anyway, um, there used to be a guy named Lawrence Spivak, who was the first host of Eat the President was on there for... He had these dark, real dark black-rimmed glasses, you know, and was kind of a short, uh, gnomey look. I mean, really, really gnomey and homely. Today, Lawrence Spivak could never get on the air. He could never... He wouldn't get on the air for two minutes today. See, back in the early days in television, if you were like a good journalist, you'd be on the air. They didn't care what you looked like. But today, unless you're like a Ken and Barbie doll, forget it, you ain't getting on. Unless you look as lovely as, like, say, Brian Norcross. 1014 at W, or like uh, Dwight Lauderdale. Or Al Sunshine. Or Al Sunshine, who's hocking with those Dave arms, Game. man. He's hocking with those big, uh, who? Dave Game. Or Dave Game. He's off the air. He was a little bit too lovely. Like in all parts. Like uh, too lovely all over the screen. Now, maybe when we get HDTV, since it's been approved now, we get the big wide screen. I think Dave Game's going to make a comeback. <laughs> all right. 1015 at WIOD. <laughs> 610 WIOD. Uh, I, I think it's hard to think, see? I believe we're ready now, nurse. Congratulations, Mr. Jackson. Here's your new baby boy. Would you prefer paper or plastic? Plastic, please. I can't wait to get you home, Shamoon, and show you your new pacifier. Find the magic prunes. Oh, Shamo! 
1019 at WIOD. What a thought, huh? Anyway, we have uh, two open lines in date, 6229463. All of Broward. It's going to be a very slim day today, and I'm very uh, well prepared for that. I would like to pass along a message, by the way, to the Paxson people, including my close personal friend Peter Bolger, and that is uh, so much paranoia is really quite unnecessary, okay? We are not going to be erasing all the stuff out of the DCS. We are not going to be spiriting stuff out of here. We are not going to be doing anything devious or deviant. Well, maybe deviant, but certainly not devious. And I just continue showing up every day, and George does the same, and we continue doing our damnedest and best and banging our head against the wall to try to stimulate a couple of calls out here and entertain the troops and uh, just do it. But for some strange reason, there seems to be this lack of trust that exists. Like, which day are they going to come in there, and we're going to come in the next day, and the whole place will be empty? Now, we have had people uh, that we've worked with over the last several years who were like that. I don't want to mention anybody by name, but I'm sure you can think of one or two, George who, if you like, left on a Friday and came in Monday morning, maybe everything in the building might be gone. Might. Or maybe most of the stuff that was movable and wasn't tied down. By the way, that is a very nice uh, Sony TV that we have up on the wall. And that other monitor, that uh, NEC monitor, is looking pretty damn appealing to me right now, too, that you come down to it. I would love for that to be my home computer. So when do we there. have to turn in our card keys? <laughs> oh, man, talk about lack of trust. It just wounds me to the quick as a radio professional of so many years, having worked with some of these people in the past, that their paranoia is so deep that they really believe that we're going to come in here and spirit crap out of here. I mean, why the hell, well, what is in here anyway that we would want to spirit out of here? Like, uh, I, I think, it's hard to think, see? Oh, we can't do a show without that. Yeah, well, let's take that. What about... What about that? Should we leave that? How about... We apologize and we'll never, never do, do it again. again. Yeah, we're taking that. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Happy Friday. Then back to you. Hey, um... Happy uh, April 4th. Yeah. <laughs> Il Cuatro de Abril. Yep, that's it. Hey, um, mainly just calling to thank you for the hockey tickets that you gave me about a month ago. Which game was that? The Bruins. Oh. And, uh... The Bruins. Yeah, we lost the game, but, uh... <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was... Against uh, the girls team, which, by the way, the Rangers had a 5-1 lead. They had a 4 nothing and then a 5-1 lead last night against the Bruins. And the Bruins made it 5-4, and they made it pretty damn uh, nerve-wracking there in the last couple of minutes for the Rangers, who just uh, had a mediocre win last night. Wow. Um... At home. At home. Um, I was calling about that, and, uh, just wanted to give a little message to Paxson that, uh, I listened to QAM up until 10 o'clock... I listen to you from 10 to 2. Yeah. And then I flip back over to QAM. I'm sorry to say, but. Mm hmm. Um, so if, oh, my if God. You, I'm sorry? I said. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If, if you happen to leave, uh, I don't think uh, I would be listening to IOD anymore. And I have a feeling there's a lot of people who di listen the same hours that I do. Well, we'll pass it along. And thanks for listening to 610 WIOD. Okay. And have a great weekend. You too. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. We have an open line in date, 622-9463, 622-WIOD. See, when you give those numbers out a million times, you're getting those call letters in each and every time. I just mentioned that for all the consultants out there who think they're really sharp. Instead of doing this very obvious and painfully contrived thing of, oh, that, you're on 610-WIOD, and thanks for calling 610-WIOD. And by the way, this is uh, enough already. I can't stand it, no matter what the call letters are. Enough with the crap already, okay? It's bad. It's annoying. And the last thing that we want to do, except on this show, of course, is annoy the audience. The whole purpose of this show is to annoy the audience. So this show is an exception. 
But generally speaking, you would assume that most of the other shows, one of the things that they would not want to do is annoy the crap out of the audience. When we fail to annoy the audience, we ain't be doing our job. Here's Palm Beach on a mobile. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, let me roll my window up just a second. Here's uh, Rob. Sounds like Woody to me. What's that? I said, yeah, have a great day. We have an open line on the mobile one, purple line at Pound IOD. We have one in Dade, 62294, wasn't it? Or may, it might not have been. I don't know. So you sounded too much like close Woody enough. for me. Yeah, we're close enough, and the board goes back. Two open lines in Broward, 7679463. So who did you like best on concentration? Hugh Downs or uh, uh, Art James? Who else did concentration? Who did classic? Was It wasn't Alex Trebek, was it? Classic concentration. He which, might have. Uh, huh? He might have. No. Hugh Downs did it for years. Then Art James came along, and uh, he done it, and the show too. And then they brought back classic concentration, which was like, uh, it might have been Alex Trebek, who is Canadian, by the way, so he can't be all bad because he's not a frog Canadian. But on the other hand, uh, is quite annoying with the, that Jeopardy thing. Man, people that watch Jeopardy should be shot. Anybody that watches that show is a pseudo-intellectual and a major asshole. Jeopardy. Thank you. Oh, I hate you that show. You just don't watch it because you can't get any of the answers. What? Yeah, right. I don't want the answers. If I, if I know the answers, I know I'm in trouble. If I watched that show and I knew any of the answers, I know I'm an asshole. I do quite well. So Don Pardo, uh, let's see, Don Pardo is the announcer. Now, who you, the first one was uh, uh, Jeopardy, was Art Fleming. Was there somebody in between him and Alex Trebek or not? No. Now, I think they're bringing back, uh, what was the little guy that offed himself on uh, Family Feud? Ray Combs. I think they're bringing back Ray Combs, and they're going to just sit him in a chair and prop open his mouth and have all his teeth sticking out and see if you can tell the difference between him and Wink Martindale? Maybe they'll bring back Jack Berry. Joker! 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 Oh, God. Poor Jack. Too much time in a slammer, Jack. He was never the same after that. Rest in peace. Remember Jack Berry? You don't remember Jack Berry from the Joker's Wild, even? Oh, okay. But that was when he was old and feeble. And guess what? When he was younger and less feeble, he still was just as bad and amateurish. And also, was he was involved in 21. Didn't you see that movie? Which I never did get to see, by the way, and I hear it's very good. Yes, it is. About Charles Van Doren and Elfrida von Nardroff. And the fake show that was, um, that was Jack Berry and Dan Enright. Is that who it was? Very good. And it was a fixed show. Yes. And Charles Van Doren, who came from this very wealthy New England family. Scholars. You know, of of scholars, of brilliant, like, uh, blue-nosed people from, like, uh, you know, Boston University and uh, Fordham and MIT and uh, wherever they were from. They were both and, college professors. Right. And, son. and Charles Van Doren was on air uh, taking the big fix. Taking the big fix. And I remember one time on the $64,000 question, which was with Hal March, which was one of the other shows that was in the scandal that was fixed. And they had this guy on there. Oh, they, I also remember they had Winston Churchill's son on, Winston Churchill Jr. He missed the, let's see, they start with 16. He missed the second question, the $32 question, which is like, what day of the week it is. Uh, I, I, no, sorry, you're wrong. Go home. Seriously. So here, I guess they were, they were too embarrassed to fix it with him. That would have been bad. You know, the queen would have been pissed off. And the uh, queen of England, too. But anyway, there was a guy on there one time, and Hal March blurted out the answer. The first name. And, in fact, I'm going to tell you what a memory I've got. It was a pitcher for the Cleveland Indians. There was some question about sports, and the name of the pitcher was Jim Bagby. How do I remember this? This is 100 years ago. And the, this old farts in the booth, you know, evidently his, his uh, miracle ear wasn't working. He couldn't hear their coaching him. It's Jim! He couldn't hear it. So Hal March said, oh, we know, you know it. It's right on the tip of your tongue. It's for $16,000. Come on, you can do it. It's Jim. Oop! 
Oh, excuse me. And there was a long pause, and he said, Jim Bagby. And Hal Marsh said, absolutely right. I'll take any responsibility, blah, blah, blah. And uh, that was it. Serious. I'm not, I remember that like it was yesterday. Jim Bagby. How could I remember that? That is, that's frightening, the way the human mind works. A man who is so feeble, a man who's got such bad Alzheimer's that he can't remember where his house is, he needs a compass and a road map, meaning me, every day. They have to lead me home with it, with it. Leapy Lee shows, brings all the arrows and points them in the right direction. But I can remember Jim Bagby and Hal March on the $64,000 question a zillion years ago before almost any of you were born. That is terrifying. So the answer is, I hate Jeopardy. Boy, if you watch Jeopardy, man, you're not a friend of mine. I'm going to tell you that right now. What? Oh, here's, uh, here's an old guy. In fact, there used to be a guy with the same name as this guy, before I tell everybody who this is, who was on the $64,000 challenge. Yeah, he was so bad they had, had an expert sit over at the desk because he couldn't remember the, an <coughs> the answer. <laughs> Sonny Fox. Hi there. Remember him? Hey, by the way, are you going to take my drop with you? Am I going to take... Hi, this is Sonny Fox. You bet. <laughs> we want you to keep your... So how are you doing since you did such a good job? I guess too good of a job uh, filling in there on the morning show. Yeah, well, uh, it's really amazing radio. You know, you're lucky you have a... Well, you're not lucky. You're smart. You have a good manager and a lawyer. Yeah. I've been on my own since mine went to jail. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, after 17 I can't imagine years, who that was. <laughs> after 17 years of a top five radio show, I can't get a job. It's a great... Because I don't want to leave town. I love it here. Yeah, but the one good thing to notice is that since you left that morning show on Magic, their numbers are tumbling like a brick. Oh, what are they? I don't even know. I, they're just, they just keep going down and down. I mean, I can't even see that good anymore to see numbers that small. <laughs> That's true. By the way, you're talking about game shows. Yeah. I don't know if it was Hal March. It was somebody else, but... Do you remember another fixed show called Dotto? Sure. They used to draw the lines. You have to guess what the picture was. But who was the host on that? Um, you said his name a few minutes ago. Not Jack Berry. No, he was so wrinkled by the time he got done. <laughs> he, he looked like an Ar Oh, it's Art James. No, not Art James. Not Art James? No, name Hugh, another one. Hugh Downs? No. Uh, Ray Combs? No, that was four years later. Uh, Tom Kennedy? No. Jack Nars? Maybe it was Jack Nars. Yeah, probably. Jack Norris was on all those real uh, bogus shows. Right. But Sonny Fox was... And Jack, Jack Norris was like uh, Tom Kennedy's brother-in-law or something. Oh, really? And then there was Alan Ludden. Well, anyway, if uh, you need someone to replace you, let me know. Bert Convy did Oh, Bert Convy did uh, Classic Thank Concentration, you, by the way. He's dead. Also, uh, you know who else is dead? Alan Ludden. And now that he's dead, we can mention he was a fag and he was married to Betty White, who uh, we think is something else. Yeah, I was going to say, do you remember who he was married to? Right? Betty White. Yeah. Does that I, answer all your questions? Yes. I, other than that, to let them know I'll do your show for you. Okay. Okay. See you, Lane. Good luck. And back to you. Bye-bye. Okay. Sonny Fox there, how do you like that? I know nobody's wishing me good luck in because I'm here every day. I show up day after day after day after day, and everybody's making all kinds of guesses and coming up with all kinds of dates. I will be here in this chair every day except vacation days and or sick days. Sick days. I'll be here for a while. 1031 at WYOD. Wow. 610 WYOD. When Madonna's in town, she's not listening to us. O'Neal, my queen, God. Say, boy, let me see your license there. Uh, what's the problem, officer? It's going a little fast, weren't you? Say, what's that in the back seat? Uh, nothing. Crack Rock, sitting in his back seat. I said, Crack Rock, you can sell on the street. You can smoke it. And you'll catch a good buzz, just don't get pulled over by the fuzz. Gay cop, 
singing with a big band. He's a gay cop. His nightstick in his hand. He got busted with three pounds of dope. So bend over and pick up the soap. The party's over now. It's J A I L. You got busted and it's J A I L. You were once a big star, then you made the big switch. In jail, you're just Bubba's bitch. The party's over now. It's J A I L. You got busted and it's J A I L. Probably be great radio to follow that up with prison bitch or with. We have two open lines in Dade, 6229463, Max is in the other room walking around with a big smile on his puss. He got a cigar as the size of an elephant suppository in there now. He's got a big one and a cigar, too. And he's, uh, he's on the way out. He's leaving. He's to them. He's, oh, man. When he leaves, I'll tell you all the stuff that he said. And, by the way, I echo those emotions. Anyway, let's go to uh, Hollywood. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. God. I hope, you, I hope uh, Rick and Suds, are they going to leave, too? Are they going to leave what? The station. For why would they do that? They have a contract through the rest of this year. I know, but after you're gone, man. I, I don't they, know. I hope they don't have a no-compete clause because they need the money. They're going to force packs in the fire them if you go. Yeah. <laughs> I never looked at it that way. Hey, if I should leave here, they'd be the uh, big banana on the uh, block. <laughs> yeah, but the, <laughs> you ever they'd be the, the big enchilada. They're going to have some bruises on those bananas. Nobody well, that's, well sometimes you get a bruise on your banana, but you just keep pushing. Hey, well, they just don't understand, man. People listen to talent and not the station. <laughs> right. Well, but they, don't, but. they just don't get it. They don't, I, how, how many times have you heard me say that in the last six months? These people don't get it. They didn't get it before. They don't get it now. They don't, do not get it. They never will. But I'll tell you, the, light bulb, the light bulb stations that have like less than a one shear, they, they're great with those. They're, it's like uh, it's their fodder. It's fodder for their thing. Fodder for their... Like he said in the, in the Godfather, for your fodder, for your fodder. And well, have a great day, and thanks for listening to 610 WIO Day. We have an open line at day at 622. I love you, Brooke, but God, if I, if I ever hear you say that again, I would never hit a woman, but I will come in here with a rusty 2x4 and at least hit the uh, something in here. Not you, but, oh, man, it, it gives me the willies. It makes my skin crawl. I get chills and fever and, uh, oh, and start thinking about bubonic plague and leprosy and everything when I hear that. It's just, uh, I don't know what there is. Open line in Broward, 7679463. Anybody see that Penguins-Hartford game last night, huh? Like I said, what a game that was. Oh, sorry, I don't want to talk about hockey. Anybody see that Marlin game? I didn't see one second of that. Was that on? I guess it was. Did not see one second of Alex Fernandez, even with a 300-pound ass, he still beat the crap out of the Cubs. And I understand I had a frantic call from uh, Norman Kent, and I thought this must be something important about all this crap. And, uh, oh, Mark Grace just pulled it. And I said, God, I, I wish I would have seen that. He pulled us something or other. Poor Mark Grayson and Sandberg made two errors on opening day. The Cubs, as usual, they have like that big, big black albatross hanging over their necks. Even Stanley Dancer can't save them with albatross. Even uh, Burt James from Windsor, Ontario. Even Har uh, Harry Harvey couldn't save albatross, and isn't that a shame? By the way, Niatros is going to make an appearance at uh, Pompano Park in December. I just thought I would mention that. Just thought I'd toss that in there, okay? And by the way, Fat Rich's horse came in fifth last night because he locked wheels with Bobby Mario. I get a call this morning, quarter to eight, it's Fat Rich. Oh, jeez. Open line of day at 60. You can't win every race, Rich. That's just not the way it works out, okay? You can't win every race. Plus, stiff him a few times, get up to 9 to 1, and then bada-bing. That's the way to do it. 6229463 and date. An open line at Broward, 767WIOD. Here's Miami on a mobile. Hello? Miami on a mobile is gone. 
Oh, thank God for that. It's like I said, thanks for calling 610 WIOD. We have an open line on the Purple Mobile line at Pound. Well, even if they're not there, you still thank them for calling 610 WIOD and see how many times you can say that before you just aggravate the crap out of the audience. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, long-time listener. One of the few black ones out there. All right. You uh, have a black one? <laughs> yeah, second-time caller. All right. Hey, uh, on your show a few weeks ago, you had some guy call something about Tupelo gambling. My wife went to Memphis, and on the way south out of Memphis, they got all kind of casinos there. Right. Along the Mississippi. Right, along the Mississippi. Oh, it's a treat to beat your feet on the Mississippi uh, thing, right. Oh, I didn't know you knew about that. Yeah, they got about. it in Biloxi, and they got it in Gulfport, and they got, uh, yeah. like, living and breathing people, and the places are really hopping, I understand. Yeah, this was in Tunica and Fitzgerald, I believe it was. And they had the big horseshoe from Horseshoe Casino. Right. And I took your advice. I didn't stay long because... They got the horseshoe, we got the horse shot. <laughs> yeah, I, uh... Didn't stay long because I took a grand out of my ATM. Old lady, she got a little pissed. Yeah. And I plunged my brains out. But you had a good time though, right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's all that counts. You only live once, man. Yeah. It was it's great. only money. It's great. And two, I went and got one of them uh, small dishes. Right. And the cable company gave me some hard time. I ripped the cable out and I went up to open the door and slung it in there and told them to stick it up their butt. All right. And Excellent. They, they truly tried to get all me. All right. But uh, can I do a shameless request? Yes, sir. If you still got that one where my friend Clem lives in a big double wide. Remember that one? It's been a while. My friend Clem lives in a big double wide? Yeah. It goes, my friend Clem lives in a big old double wide. If not, uh... <laughs> sure. Whatever you say. If I not, think you just sung it. You've you, you done it. Yeah. If not if not that one, uh, I've just been circumcised. But I know you got that one. I've just been circumcised? Yeah. We have such a thing as that? Yeah. We don't have that. You're walking bow legged like Tina Turner. And oh, all just been circumcised. Yeah, yeah. That, you see, you got to get the uh, names right. Okay, pal. Okay, okay, see ya. I said that I was laughing and the rev I rolled his eyes. I wonder how he feels and I wasn't circumcised. Oi. I told him that I was a flop with chicks. He said for 50 bucks he clipped my tip. He looked at his watch and he said he had the time. It wouldn't be much longer. I wasn't circumcised. He knelt down and turned around and gave me a wink. He said I'm gonna cut it off right here at the sink. I felt a sudden tug and then I started to shrink. I dropped my drawers, I thought of George. My knees got weak. I couldn't feel it on the left or right. I only know my jeans were quite as tight. I used to be a large, but it cut me down to size. I'm walking like a cowboy. Oh, I've just been circumcised. I couldn't feel it on the left or right I only knew my jeans were quite as tight Now they call me menace when I shower with the guys I'm walking like a cowboy Boy. I've just been circumcised
Wow. 1042 at WIOD. I wanted it. And uh, I guess we better do the break, okay? Because it's an all-request Friday. we got a lot of pressure here to come up with stuff that we never heard of before, like uh, Clem in the Double Wide. We have an open line at Broward, 767-9463-767-WIOD. And thanks for listening, by the way, to uh, whatever this is. So anyway, if you want to put a big round one in your puss like Max has got right now in the other room, he's got a big, dark round one in his puss. 610-WIOD. I can have an orgasm just driving down I-95. Can you believe this? When the daylight's breaking, your radio is making. I went into this, uh, you know, the uh, thing you got here, the book for the rock comedy stuff, and I had something specific that I wanted to play, and I looked it up, and I thought, hey, here it is, I found it, and I put my finger on it, and uh, it's not the right thing. <laughs> How do you like that? It's number 180, and I got 180 on the thing. And I'm like, what this? What's this? This number 180, week of 11695. Oh, it's the wrong week. Uh oh. What does that mean? But it still says 180. Yeah, but I got what, it's 180 on the sheet for 116 and 1113. This is 1113 and 1120. Oh my God! Wow, that's probably another part of our plot that we got to screw this whole uh, library up, isn't it? Which I had nothing to do with that. I don't... Boy, that is a frightening thing. Now, what about this other one? Should I try the other one? Because this one says... Oh, God! Oh, you know something? Somebody screwed up because this is a contemporary Comedy Network disc. Not the rock. This is a contemporary stinking... It's a CCN. Oh, and it says CCN. Like I said, I screwed up. I didn't realize you put that crap in there. Did you, did you know that you put this crap well, in here? yeah, sure. We had to, you know... Well, why the, the hell would we want that crap? Nobody wants to hear it that. It's just hanging around in envelopes and in stuff. In fact, let's leave that stuff. Nobody wants that. Well, of course we're leaving that stuff. Oh, Jesus. I was God. just cleaning up the clutter and getting oh. everything out of those... Uh, CCN, I wouldn't wish that on up. a light bulb they wouldn't play that crap. Yeah, Did you hear that thing? Two discs in each slot. Oh, man. good golly, Miss Molly. And look what I just did. I'm, I'm so nervous now. I'm taking the disc out of the thing, which you already got it in. That's how panicky I am because these things are mislabeled and they're going to start getting all paranoid. Oh, we knew it. It's a plot. We knew you couldn't trust that son of a bitch. Don't trust that little uh, spick either. How much for a kiss? Thank God. How much for a kiss? Could I get it for a nickel? Could I get it for a quarter? It costs more money than I'll miss. How much for a hug? How much for a hug? Could I get it for a nickel? Could I get it for a quarter? It costs more money than I've got. How much for a quick feel? How much for a quick feel? Loan me fifty dollars. Could I get it for a nickel? Could I get it for a quarter? And would I get a good deal? No. Can I touch your hiney? Can I touch your hiney? Could I touch it for a nickel? Could I touch it for a quarter? Okay. You wouldn't have to remind me. Uh, 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 I've got no money. To spend. Won't you be my friend? A dime could take us far. If you'll please get in my car, and I'll say to you, how much for a home job? How much for a home job? Could I get it for a nickel? Could I get it for a quarter? Can I afford a home job? Yes! 
Now you're probably wondering, why did I go through all that trouble and what inspired me to play that at this particular moment? Well, we just played the promo where he was talking about seeing the WYD Hummer this weekend. And I thought, wouldn't that be a great segue? But I think it lost something in translation with the three minutes in between of potchking around. So my profuse apologies. You believe it? Are you buying it? When's Jeff Cohen coming with our uh, Friday company lunch, by the way? which we are starving over here. Our good friend Jeff Cohen from Pizza Loft, who I'm sure is going to bring lots and lots of good stuff for us. Ain't he? He better. Or I'm going to talk about the stuff that I saw. Well, I don't want to go into that. Here's uh, Coral Springs. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Speaking of humdry, that sounded like their negotiations with you. Could they get you for a nickel? Could they get you for a dime? Now, you're a little bit high. Uh, that's right. Well, I just want to call up. I, I had a radio accident. That new chick they got on after nine. If I wanted to play a song about negotiations with Paxton, I'd have played Pennies from Heaven. Yeah. And you're absolutely right, Neil. I listened to that new girl. I thought it was going to be Brooke. I thought maybe Brooke had uh, called in sick. And you call on, I get the caller calls on that show and says hello. And she says, thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. Right. Is that, like, is that what she said? Well, I don't know, but she doesn't say that, but the guy doesn't, people don't get a word out. She's, and she's already hanging up on him saying, yeah. thanks for calling, thanks IOD. Thanks for calling. And I'm thinking, what is she talking about? I can't get anybody to even talk on the radio here because yeah. she hangs up on him. It's this, this concept. It's a Walter Sabo thing. I don't care how anybody denies it because we had a seminar way back in October, and Walter Sabo got up there and told us that the, the shorter you keep the calls, the younger the listeners, which, of course, is ridiculous right on the face of it because you can keep the short calls to two seconds, and if you're not talking about something that young people want to hear about, they're not going to listen anyway. So what does that have, you know? But um, you were talking about not to Thanks be a yenta. Yeah. Not to be a yenta, but Tom Jicka got four hours out of you yesterday on the light bulb. No. No, he did. Tom Jicka was on whose show? I think he was filling in for Craig Worthing. Yeah. Who Last night? That, that new chick they got on, I'm forced to turn over to somebody else. Yeah, I don't blame him. And uh, they had Tom, Tom Jicka was on last night? Yeah, talking about how Neil's doing this and Neil's doing that. And yeah. Guess who he says is going to take your place? Who's that? It's a done deal. Steve, Steve Kane. Yeah. Oh. I almost fell off. I almost fell oh. off the road. You can't God. fall off the road. I almost drove off the road. From your mouth to God's rear. I said, now there's a guy who can't make it on a one-watt station. So oh. Could these people really be that dumb? Just tell me what your problem is. Wow. But I got to say this, Neil, in your defense. Was he serious when he was saying that? I, you know, I believe he was. He keeps Steve saying, Kane on this station? Uh, he keeps saying that. Again? I'm, I'm like, if they don't like Neil the Jew, they're going to like Steve the Jew. Yeah. Yeah. But I do got to say one thing for you, Neil. I think if, I think someone else had said it, I think everybody who listens to AM that's not listening to your show is listening to the Quam, probably. Yeah. So it's just going to be a double killing if you leave. Okay, whatever that means. All right. And give Tom a big kiss on that bald spot. Well. And ask him how the chemo's coming. Well, I think, he, I think he's on the FTL payroll, though. Cause is he? Because he's saying all the talent they got over there. He was talking about the great talent they got on a well, light bulb? If, if he had his you way... You don't think that Steve put him up to that show, do well, you? Well, I'm just saying, if he had his way, he'd have Alice and Steve Kane over there already. Where oh, they would... my God. Where Alice they... Rantel and Steve Kane on WIOD? Oi. What can I tell you? Oh, maybe they'll just simulcast. All right, but I'll be listening forward to listening for the Doug McLean show on your show in a... no chance. after October. No chance. You don't think Not so? Not until my lips seal up. Well, I'm I... just... Well, Thanks for calling 610. Thank you. W-I-O-D. We have an open line in date, 6229463. So Tom Jicka says Steve Kane's going to be doing middays. Woo! Man. I saw that coming. You really believe that? They're going to turn it into the bright light bulb. I don't believe it for a half a second. 
I don't believe it for a one millionth, for a millisecond. I mean, I know there's a lot of dumb people in this company. They have several different degrees, dumb, dumber, and dumbest, which I think is the name of the law firm that represents them. But at any rate, uh, uh, Steve Kane in this slot, in this chair. Oh, my God almighty. The thought of it makes me just want to start smacking my lips and talk about that good Parmesan cheese. By the way, speaking of Parmesan cheese, where the hell's Jeff Cohen already? We have an open line in Broward, 767-9463, 767-WIOD. It's 1055 at WIOD. You're hallucinating. Nothing just happened. 610 WIOD, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. It's Friday, you bastard. Here comes Armageddon. We're gonna have some fun. Here comes Armageddon. Everybody grab your gun. Nuclear bombs exploding. Your flesh will melt right off. Society eroding. A cancerous bloody cough. Here comes Armageddon. We're gonna have some fun. Here comes Armageddon. Everybody grab your gun. People starving in the street. Human flesh for me. The poor horsemen come at dawn. Here comes Armageddon, put on a happy face. Here comes Armageddon, the end of the human race. Oh, we're just having a little uh, conversation in here. We were speculating. It's 1101 at WIOD. Happy Friday to you. We were going bop, 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 and uh, enjoying it, too. Enjoy your cigar there, Max, and have a great day. And thanks for listening to 610. Here's a lady in plantation. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Um, happy well, Friday. Happy Friday. Um, I just ha- had a couple of things on my mind, and I've been holding a long time, so th- I'm going to start with, I listen to these idiots who call up and say you're not friendly at the games, and that's that's a bunch of BS. BS. Bunch of bull crap. I came over to you with my kids during the Panthers-Toronto game, and you could not have been more gracious. That's right. I mean, it was... It was fantastic. Oh, now I'm getting beeped. It's probably one of those solicitors that call your house. Uh Uh-huh. So you're not home, so they're calling me. Yeah. And um, second thing, you were talking about the game shows. Um, We think over here that Robert Q. Lewis did concentration after Hugh Downs. Robert Q. Lewis? (laughs) Robert Q. Lewis was dead uh, for 100 years by that time. Well, then this... Robert Q. Lewis, what show was he on? Way, 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 way back. I loved Robert Q. Lewis. I liked him. He was a professional panelist. He did To Tell the Truth with uh, with Tom Poston and Bill Collins. Right, Peggy Cass and Orson Bean. Right. He had black glasses and a lisp. He had a lisp? (laughs) Robert Q. Lewis had a lisp? Kind of like a speech impediment. I never remember that. You don't remember that. I'll tell you a show I really loved was Panamom Quiz with Mike Stuckey. Oh, that's before my time. (laughs) Stuckey, Stokey, Stuckey. And Hans Conrad was on there. I remember him. And, he, uh, he was also on the Danny Thomas and show. And who was the little guy that used to be on uh, uh, The Tonight Show, the first one, the a little uh, short guy? Oh. Uh, Maury Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was always on Panama Quiz. Hermione Gingold and uh, uh, Hans Conrad. I remember them. Yeah. Um, and um, now we, of course, have stuck with Art Fleming, who we hate. We oh. Like, we like Art Fleming, though. Well, what's Art Fleming on? Well, he did uh, Jeopardy... The original Jeopardy. Yeah, but he's not on anymore, is he? No, he's dead. He's dead? I think he passed. No, he's not. He's alive? Art Fleming is not dead. He might as well be, but he's not. (laughs) I think he lives in Lake Worth. Okay. Or should be. Okay. 
So um, I just wanted to make those comments. Okay, and don't forget. Happy Friday. Have a great day. Okay, one more thing. Yes. If I have to listen to Steve Kane talk about his penis injections and Lori. <laughs> I'm as nauseous as you are. Okay. Good luck, Neil. Thanks. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. We have an open line at Broward, 767-9463-767-WID. What are you smoking now? Man, they're lighting up all kinds of things in the other room. Some of them are not even cigars. This is a Licenciado Toro. A Licenciado Toro from our buddy at uh, Mike's, our Paisan. Just came yesterday. I haven't smoked one of these before. And? The first, and it's excellent. And the verge is excellente. Molto bene. Very yummy. Very mild and yummy. Molto bene. It's 1104 at WIOD. Dodici e quattro. Here's Key Largo. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, I want to talk to you about that Alex... Uh, Alex, Alex Trebek? Trebek? Yeah, he was on constant concentration. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah, but you're right. Now Now it's coming back because they used to like give... The, it was like the newer one. Right, and they used to give cars away. Right, right. Right. But that's not the reason I'm calling. That was on for what, about 20 minutes and then they canceled it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't last too long. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. Anyways, but no, I just want to say that the Miami Heat, how come they're not getting any respect down here? I know. They they pounded, uh, who was it, Indiana or whoever they Indiana beat? Indiana last night. They That's just NBA. pounded the living snot out of them last night. That's NBA record. Right. Uh, road record. Right. And <laughs> right. They're smoking it. Nobody even and talks nobody about it. down here just cares about it. It's they like they don't even exist. They all think about the Panthers and the Marlins now. Yeah. And just wait till the Dolphins start playing. Who cares Dude, that's about that? That's right. You won't even have room for a basketball between your knees. It's, it's upsets me because... I'm not a big basketball fan, but they deserve a lot of respect. I mean, That's right. They're doing it. I see the, sta the stadium in the plus, plus, of course, this is your heat station, so we ought to be, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We ought to at least pretend we care about it. But it seems like nobody cares about them. Even right? though we don't. And they're doing really good this season. Yes, they are. Gonna... Let's congratulate Mickey Arison and Pat Riley and uh, Zoe and Z and uh, Doe and Ray and me and uh, the heat. We love them. All right. And we especially love Halberstam. And by the way, Mike Mayo still hasn't apologized in the paper yet. Well, anyways, you know, can I get a shameless request? Yes, sir. A big black guy named Ben? Yeah, where, George, where is that? That's on a... Well, I don't know if it's in there. Well, why wouldn't it, it be in there? It might be. Huh? It but might it's be. not. Well, then it's it not It was on one of those that I gave you. I'll tell you what, I'm going to find it if it's the last thing I do, okay? Can I also do one more thing? Yes, sir. Say, uh, John Owens is a douchebag? <laughs> okay, pal. All right, thanks a lot. Have a great day. We have an open line in day at 6229463. Yeah, that must be on one of those that I gave you that kind of slipped through the crack. Not a mini disc. No. Oh. One of those that we're stealing. Not. I just want to say that stuff to get uh, them really more paranoid. How can they be so paranoid? My good friend Pete Bolger. I mean, talk about trust. Trust is a word that is not in the vocabulary of these people. I just cannot. I, it just wounds me to the quick. Doesn't surprise me because that's the nature of the business. They're all real, uh, you know, they think that everybody else is as sneaky and underhanded as they are. Like, we're going to go, like, spiriting stuff out of the DCS, in here, even though it did practically take a stroke to get the DCS in here in the first place. So we could, like, actually have our stuff over here, like... The crappie are bigger and fatter than I've ever seen them. Exactly, like that. Or, like... And that's a big butt. Exactly. We have an open line in date, 622-9463, 622-WIOD. Here's, uh, now, did I hang up on you before because I thought you were Woody? I don't know who you're talking about. I, I, this is Rob from Boston. Oh, you're not Woody. You're no, not Woody. No, no, no. Okay, I'm, sorry. I'm, uh, I, I talk uh, to you like every two years every time I come down here. Yeah. Uh, did I hang but, up on you? 
you hung up on me accidentally. Oh, sorry. I'm no, it was not an accident. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I didn't know. Anyways, I'm Rob from Boston. My friend of Craig Worthings. Right. Um, I used to stay there. I'm staying with him for the weekend this weekend. Somebody said he's not on the air last night. I hope he's on the air because I'm, I'm on his way to his house right now from Palm Beach. And um, I'm, I hope he's going to be there to stay with. Anyways. What, what does that mean? Uh, no, I'm just saying. Somebody I, said Tom Jicka filled in from last night. doesn't it, mean it, that he's not home or oh, something. Oh, I know, I know. I'm, I'm going to call him right after this. Anyways. Um, I'm, I, I just moved to Boston. I'm, I'm from Massachusetts, but I listen to uh, Jerry Williams all the time. Right. And I didn't know if you talked to him recently, but he's not on the air anymore on the weekdays. He's not? No, he's been bumped to weekends. Oh, he's he's been got... bumped to weekends? Yeah, two hours, the... two hours on Saturday and two hours on Sunday. That's it. Are you sure? Yeah, I, I, I believe me. I listen to RKO 24 hours a day, practically. Oh, it's starting to have yeah. an effect. Except for uh, Howie Carr. If you know him, he's a moron. No, Eddie. I don't. Anyways... Dick's, um, now, listen, Dick Syatt's not still on there, is he? Nope. Oh, thank God. No, no, I can tell you everybody who's on there. Believe me, I listen all day long. Okay. I'm just down here for... So, I guess once Jerry turned to hit the century mark, once he got to 100, they took him off the air but on the weekdays. I mean, he is excellent. I mean, I Jerry's, really... Jerry, he still sounds the same as he did 35 years ago. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was never born then, so... I'm well, really... I was. <laughs> I was. In fact, I lived in Boston in the early 60s, really? and Jerry Williams was on the air back in those days. That's right. Supposed... With Arnie Ginsberg and Melvin X. Melvin and uh, those guys. I don't remember that. I was supposed to meet you like 50 times. Craig was always going to bring me over to meet you, and I never got a chance to meet you. Good, let's keep it that way. Anyways, <laughs> um, I, you gave me some CDs a couple years ago, two years ago I called, and requested yeah. some CDs. They sent one, and then sent another one, and somebody stole them when I moved. Yeah. Is there any way I could get some of those sent to my house in Boston when I get back? I'm going back next Monday. No. No? No. Why? <laughs> what were they? Uh, you know, your Neil Rogers CDs, 94, 95, whatever. Oh, well, we are. might have, uh, you know, 96 and 95 yeah. stuff around. Yeah, George will tell you what they to do. Absolutely. I mean, I've George will tell you where they to wanted them so badly. And like I say, I'm still on Rome right now for my phone because it still costs me a buck a minute. Even You're in drive. Rome? You know, Rome, Rome, Rome. The yeah, Rome I do phone. know Rome. Yeah, I know it the well. But it was, great ah, to, it, was, it was great to talk okay, to you. Okay, hold on. Nice uh, hearing from you. And hang on, and George, get rid of him. Okay, we have an open line on the out-of-town line, one 888 1-888-474-WIOD. So the rumor is that Tom Jicka was on uh, fill-in for Craig last night on the light bulb, and Tom was uh, saying all kinds of stuff, all kinds of speculation. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm sure Rick Riley is uh, probably very up, uh, very upbeat about the prospects of... But, you know, it's, it's, that's the way it goes in the business. I mean, if all those rumors were true, you know who'd be on, I'd be on back-to-back with... Survey said... Richard Dawson. <laughs> I love that. Hey, stupid. That's what I was going to say, and uh, we get along fine. Don't, don't let any of the other stuff... I mean, we might have some food fights. We might, you know, disagree about who's going to eat most of the food. In fact, you know something? That should be something if he's hearing all these rumors. He should be salivating because you talk about anybody can get some free food in that joint fast. This is the guy right here. Trust me. Here's uh, Kendall. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Great. Do you think it's possible to get pictures of Ann Bishop on the Internet? Naked? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you got a big screen. Uh, yeah, I would wait, I'd wait for that HD TV to come out. Do you remember that appearance that you Ann had Bishop and Dave Game. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you remember that appearance that you had at Borders and Kendall? Sure. I, I showed up, like, right at the end just as you were packing up, and I was too chicken to say hello because, uh, you know, you were getting ready to go. And uh, Rick had already left, like, when I was pulling up into the parking lot. Oh, sure. Well, Rick's out of there like a bat out of hell. Yeah, he, he was. I, I, wasn't even, I hadn't even found my parking space, and he was already leaving. Sure. Well, and I was chicken to say hi, so I wanted to say hi now instead. Okay. I have a shameless request. Is yes, it possible? It might be. Do you remember something about Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? Yeah, vaguely. Do you do you have anything like that? <laughs> no, I don't. 
no, because I, I, you mean that you don't have a, a bit like that or something? I don't think so. No, we don't. Oh, it was an acid trip then. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was. All it right. Was bye -bye. Oh, it was Cheech and Chong? It was Cheech and Chong rhymes with bong, and have a great day. We have an open line, rhymes with 6229463, 622WYOD, rhymes with leech and bong. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. All right. Hey, Sensacional. You huh? I said okay. You remember those kids that killed themselves, the thing that just passed about the alien abduction? The kids that just killed themselves. Those 39 people that, that died. They weren't kids. And, well, they weren't kids. The youngest one was 26. Can, do you know that before they died, they took out an insurance policy? Yeah. For alien abduction that paid them $1 million each. All right. Huh? Are they serious? Yeah. I saw it on the news yesterday. They got insurances for vampire transformations and alien abductions. All right. God. I wouldn't be surprised if they wind up on the Jenny Jones show. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Thanks for the good news. All right. I'll split it with you. All right. Okay, all right. We have an open line in day at 622. We're getting requests for stuff that's uh, bizarre, bizarre stuff, which is good. That's better than request for a jack-in-the-box and that stupid Chinese restaurant thing and Elmer Fudd and the Wabbits, okay, which we played those 85 billion freaking times already, okay? And even the people that like those things in the first place, if they ever hear it again, they're going to come to your house and blow the, your brains out if they can find them. Open line on the out-of-town line, one triple eight four seven four. Let's get some jingles out here today. Come on, let's have a little party on the radio. I'm in just kind of a festive party mood. I'm not really sure why. And like I said, for all you Paxson people, I show up here every day and do one hell of a job, if you ask me. I'm just smoking it, man. Exactly. How's Larry Lujak doing, by the way? Let's play a Larry Lujak thing. I'll have to find the card, right? Now, I've got some of the Larry Lujak stuff on the uh, mini-discs, which we don't want to potsky with those, do we? Uh, and you never put any of it in here, did you? Did you ever put any of that in here? Huh? Oh, you did. And you didn't even realize that you did put some of the stuff in there. Nice going, George, like I said. So we might do that, because I love Larry Lujak. Back in the days when he was lucid and when he was on the air, underlining the lucid part. It's 1113 at WIOD. 10 WIOD. It's not your radio. It's just real staticky. And now, a few words about Vaginacil. For my feminine itching, I depend on Vaginacil cream to stop it instantly. And for a painful burning itch, I get maximum strength Vaginacil for even stronger relief. Uh, excuse me. Yes? Speaking as someone who doesn't have a vagina, I have what may seem like a silly question. Uh, yes? What exactly would be wrong with you that you would have all this itching? Oh, well, any number of things. Uh -huh. uh, general irritation, for example. Yes, I understand that. But I guess it's the painful burning part you mentioned that alarms me. Oh. Uh, I mean, this constant burning and itching would seem to indicate some kind of problem that might actually require, like, legitimate medical attention? Uh, but vaginacil can stop the burning and itching. Yes, but what I'm asking is, does it cure whatever's causing all the burning and itching? What do you mean, causing? I mean, sure, you might not be actively burning and itching anymore, but you could still be a carrier. A carrier? You know, some kind of typhoid Mary of sexual disease. I beg your pardon? Oh, come on, admit it. You've been sleeping around. What? You think I'm stupid? You think I don't know what painful burning itch means? Oh, look, it was just five guys. Yeah, five guys last night. I didn't hear you complaining at 4 a.m. this morning. Well, I didn't know about the first four guys ahead of me, did I? That's it. That's the last time I've went out for you. Oh, now I'm starting to itch. Oh, gee, that's too bad. Hey, can I borrow? Get it. Find your own cream. Vaginacil. Maximum relief for naughty, dirty, dirty, naughty little girls. Okay, it's 1118 WIOD. We have an open line in Broward. 767-9463-767. What the hell was that? Out of control, man. This machine is out of control. I love it. 
Maybe we can take some of this good equipment with us. Well, we're not going. Are we? Here's Liberty City. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? Great. I think you, I think you have a wonderful show. Yes, I do. Yes, and I just want to the say best. that um, if anybody does not like you, it's because they really don't have a sense of humor. That's right. And you, you They're have too good... uptight. They're too uptight. They're humorless. Like all these women that pretend they don't listen to the show because if they admit that they listen to it, they think that makes them uh, something. Yeah. Like sick and perverted, which they probably are anyway. <laughs> well, I really like you personally because the world has gone mad. No matter what, what color we are, I mean, we're all facing a lot of problems in this world today. And you have to have a sense of humor. That's right. It's the only way to get by. Yeah. Especially when you work for these people, you got to have a great <laughs> sense of humor. you got to laugh your ass off. That's right. Well, keep up the good work, and uh, can I have a, a, a request? If it's something that I might find, because people are asking for some real off-the-wall crap today. Well, I, I don't know the, I don't remember the song exactly. Oh. But it's about um, this woman was saying that our butter the corn, I think, is elders something. She would butter the corn. But it's not a song. No, it's a... Um, it's a bit. It's, it's a what? thing. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Have a great day, pal. You too. And put the butter away. <laughs> See ya. We have an open line in Dan. Thanks for listening to 610 WIOD. We'd be listening to it. 6229463, an open line and date. If you move quickly, I guess you better get used to hearing that. If you move quickly now... Oh, they're not doing that, are they? Are they really doing that? That would be so... Hi, this is Jocelyn Elders, and I'm mad. Mad at those right-wing sons of bitches that forced Bill Clinton to fire me. Just who do the hell they think they are? All I was trying to do was deal with the reality of sex and teenagers. Maybe if Jesse Helms had buffed the chimp or Newt Gingrich had buttered the corn a little more, they wouldn't be so uptight. Flogging the dog never hurt anybody. And if people did a little more of it, we might save some lives. Hell, if Clinton just stayed home and spanked the monkey, he'd even be in less hot water. Teaching kids about masturbation would be no big deal. We could even take some standard teaching tools and just twist them around a little bit like see Dick Run. When you see Dick Run... Get to the doctor because you picked up a bad case of crouch crickets. Folks, we got to get real about the realities of the world we live in. There are too many kids out there taking a baloney ride and parking their yacht in Hare Harbor. Now, if we just teach them to stay home and paddle the pickle, pump the python, walk the dog, wax the carrot or tickle the taco, we'd all be better off. And that's all I have to say. Now, I'm going home now and see if Mr. Elders wants to pop it in the toaster, inhale an oyster, and buzz the brillo. It's 1121 at WIOD. It's jingles. It's requests. It's a fun Friday. It's the end of the holiday week, which everybody is gone, which uh, good riddance to them because there's very little traffic. Boy, that was a miracle this morning. I thought, man, I'm whipping in my brand-new 97 Corvette about 165 miles an hour right east, due east on 595, and there ain't nobody in sight, and I'm loving every second of it. That is, by the way, a very, very, very fast car. I mean, a frighteningly... I finally punched it yesterday just for the hell of it. I'm tired of babying that car. It's got like uh, 400 miles on it now. And I'm not going to sit there and baby that thing and drive it like 110. You know, i got to get up to 160 anyway. And I really punched that thing in, and it, is, it does it very quietly, though. It's a very bizarre uh, kind of a ride. Very quietly and very uh, subtly, it just, bada-bing, smokes down the road and leaves everybody behind. Like, what the hell just happened? Like a rocket ship. That's right. Unlike the 96, which, as it leaves everybody way back up the road, you feel it in your foot, and the car, too. You can feel it. It's got that real, a little heavier, uh, not like the old vets where it felt like so heavy like your ass was scraping on the road, which was a real bad sports car ride. 
So the good part of it is I got two Corvettes, but unlike in the past, they're, they're different cars. Isn't that a great way to look at it? I think it's a brilliant way to look at it. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I'm calling to take a little issue with you on this David Halbersham thing. I agree with you. Who is this, Michael Mayo doing a voice? No. Um, take issue with me about what? Well, I agree with you that he has... <laughs> yeah. He has a right to say what he said, and, and I, I, I agree with you. He should not have been fined. And but so what's, so nobody what's, took sides with Marge Schott when she said what she said? Because Marge Schott is a well-known bigot and racist, and anybody who knows, if you read Jicka's column in a paper, which you probably didn't uh, last Saturday, he points out that people that know David Halberstam know that he's a real uh, liberal guy, and he's done a lot of things for liberal causes and racial uh, harmony, et cetera, and so on, and he's a real uh, good guy. He's not a bigot. He doesn't have an ounce of bigotry in his body. He didn't mean it that way, whereas Marge Schott, when she says it, she means it. Well, all I'm saying is that everybody... Did you hear what I just said, though? Did you hear what I just said? Everybody has a right to express themselves their opinion. I mean, maybe you don't agree with it, yeah. but you know what? Nobody should be fined for expressing their opinion. Yeah. You know? And that, that's the only thing I, I you know, I... You but that the... was not an opinion. That's what I'm trying to tell you. There wasn't, there, what, what kind of opinion is that to say that uh, they would have made, uh, those slaves might have made good basketball players? It, it was just a funny, it was just a play on, a, it was nothing. Well, it wasn't obviously, an opinion. obviously people did not take it that way. Yeah, I think most people did. There wasn't one complaint. Nobody called this station. Right. Nobody called the heat. And until Channel 7 made a big song to dance about it, nobody gave a crap about it at all. Well, like I say, I, I don't disagree with your, you know, your... But Marge Schott is a that. lunatic. She's a bigot. She's a racist. She's an anti-Semite. She's an anti-human. Marge Schott is a piece of turd. Right, and and you know what, though? She has every right to... I don't like her. Don't she has every wrong. right to say it, and the people in Major League Baseball have also got every right to say, you're not fit to own the team and be a part of our thing, and goodbye. That's right. All right, well, that's the way you feel. That's exactly the way I feel. I think, uh, you know, Major League sporting uh, organizations have got a responsibility to uh, police who they uh, let into their thing, into their fraternity. Okay. I, I mean, next you you're going to say that David Duke should, uh, you know, own a sports franchise. Well... I think I, he's going to own the new Atlanta uh, hockey team. I imagine team, if he has enough money, he can do it. You know? There you go. Anybody I think the new hockey team in Atlanta. Day. Okay, pal. Thanks for uh, listening to 610 WIOD. We have an open line at Broward, 7679463. That Halberstam thing is dead as a doornail, and we could close the book on it if Michael Mayo would just develop a small pair and write one sentence in one of his columns and say, Neil's right. I apologize. I was wrong. I went too far. That's it. That's all we're asking for, Mike. From one uh, yid to another, from one launchman to another, that's all we're looking for. Apologizing on the air was a beginning, but unfortunately, not everybody who reads that rag of yours is listening to this show. Unfortunately, they are. So like I said, forget it. He will. He won't put it in there. He don't have the balls to do it, and the paper wouldn't let him do it anyway. Because the paper's too busy making up stories about uh, whether I'm going, I'm leaving, what the date is. We're leaving September 1st, by the way, George. Not really, but that was in the other day. Just keep putting a different date in there every day, and they'll keep tuning in every single day. Oh, he's still there. Great. Thank you, guys. Couldn't buy that kind of coverage for a billion dollars. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, probably a stupid question, and I got a request after I asked you. Okay, what's the stupid question? Vegas. How or how hot is it? Because I'm thinking about moving there. You know, the other day with the high was 49 degrees in Vegas. As a matter of fact, in like the summer, July. the highest it ever gets is about 115. Have you ever been there in the summer? Yes, I have. Is it brutal? No. I mean, it's hot. Yeah. When it's 115, it don't feel more than like 112. 
Yeah, I got real, my allergies are just terrible down here with the humidity. It's dry heat, dry heat. But let me say this, it's very, very dry heat. So I don't know how you're going to respond to that. But like this last time I went January 17, between the airplane with the Hmong on the plane and then going out there, my lips are still all dried up and it's very slowly that they're coming back. I mean, real slow. Yeah, my somebody, lips are as dry like the skin was scraped off of them. Somebody told me like they're getting nosebleeds. It was so dry like that. and It is very dry. Really? So, so if you got, huh? Can you adjust to it, though, after a time, if you're there for a while? Well, I, I don't know. I never lived there. I mean, I don't have a problem with myself. I, it is very, very dry, though. And if you've got an allergy problem, I'd hop on a plane, go out there for a weekend, and see how yeah, you like it. I would I, wait till like, the middle of July, look at the papers, see when it's going to be, like, sweltering hot, which it will be. Go the, out there, check it out, and uh, the worst yeah, you'll do good, is lose 20 or 30 good, grand. Good point, good point. My, my request is, yes? um, I don't even know. If, it was something with Phil Hendry a long time ago when uh, he was talking to Larry King, and he was uh, something about on behalf of the Big Wilson family he was saying to him uh you know i'm personally insulted yeah did you have that interview oh the uh the where do we have that george the uh, larry king called a phil henry it was his, uh when he thought he was talking to bob green we have that somewhere thank you not a best find somewhere. It. i it appreciate is? it he said something like on behalf of the not big a, wilson not a best family meal, like a like a what like a best of we play on the weekend best of uh, no, no, we got no, you're wrong. We have that. I played it. It's on a cart. I'll find it, pal. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. It's on a cart back here somewhere, George. So let's start. Let's see. This ain't it. This one ain't it. This should get us up to 2 o'clock. That ain't it. No, seriously, we do have that somewhere. It was Larry, uh, oh, or maybe we don't have it. You know what? Maybe Phil Henry's got it. Let's call Phil in uh, California. Let's see. It's 830 in the morning. He ought to be wide awake now, not... Let's call him out there in L.A. and wake him up and say, hey, get that out and stick it in your cart machine there in your apartment, and let's hear it. And he'll say, click. We have an open line on the out-of-town line, one 474 wiod Are you sure that's not in here somewhere? The uh, Larry King thing with, uh, huh? I wouldn't be at all surprised. Look at that. I'm so horny. No, not that one. How about that is great radio? Like I said, it might be in there, but... I will not give it to you. 1129 at WIOD. 610 WIOD. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life is on WIOD. Um, Larry King is with us on line three. And I think Larry's in Washington right now, Andy. Larry's in Washington. Uh, we thought we'd bring Bob in to ask Larry a couple of questions. We were... We were all, with interest, uh, told uh, about some of the comments made by uh, Mr. King to Don Shula over the weekend. And, of course, Don Shula retired last week as head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Bob Green is in studio with us. Larry. Hello, Larry. Hi, guys. How you doing today? Super. I understand uh, you're, you're getting ready to go to uh, Los Angeles? Yeah, the snow stopped uh, after two and a half days of being trapped here. It's all blue skies now, but we got about three feet on the ground, which is, I think... Because of snow, day, absolutely snow. in Washington. Yeah. Every time I try, I go to the Midwest a lot. Every time I try to travel up there, it's like uh, every time New York is shut down, the rest of the country gets shut down. Yeah, well, everything is shut. I mean, if anyone's listening in Miami and they're flying to the Northeast, Larry, how you doing? Hi, Larry. Bob Green. Bob, how are you? How are you doing today? Fine. Um, I wanted to take over a little segment here of Phil's show, if I could. Sure. Because we were, and, and I mentioned this to you when I called you originally, um, first of all, uh, Henry Barrow sends his regards. Uh, not that I've talked to Henry since. My I've, man, Henry. Henry sends his sends his regards. Cheryl sends her regards to you. That's great. Cheryl's still working there. Yes, she is. My still. God, she'll be she'll get her social security there. <laughs> I, I'm not going to tell her that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to tell her that. God. Uh, we, uh, frankly, uh, Larry, were a little bit uh, taken aback. I guess is the is the best way to put it. 
by comments you made to Coach Shula uh, on your program. My understanding was it was Friday evening. Yeah, well, I was taken uh, aback when I had two different friends call me uh-huh. on, uh, I think it was one called Thursday night and one called Friday when it was learned that Don was going to retire. And they both said, boy, have you heard your old radio station? I said, no, I worked there 20 years with the only station ever to do the Dolphins. And uh, they said, they're creaming them to death. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Over there, society school maniacs are calling in and they're saying personal things about him and they're vilifying him. And he, there's a guy in the morning looking to knock him off. Uh, he should be out of coaching and he's too old. And another guy criticizing the way he looks. So when I heard that uh-huh. from two different people, what I said to Don was, I heard that the station I worked at and you worked at, because Don and I did a show together every day on WIOD for. Right. Uh, was wrapping uh, you, and he Phil said Costin, he has uh, All he said was, well, I'm just finishing. Oh, I'm sorry. Then he said he hadn't listened to talk radio in uh, in two years, but that he'd heard about it. Well, That's all. Um, so if I'm wrong, tell me where I'm wrong. Well, first of all, we were not uh, personally attacking Coach Shula. Uh, we certainly, we do a talk show here, as you do. Uh, we have several. Uh, what we did do, and any talk show would do, certainly uh, relative to a story of this kind of local import, was invite our listeners to call and voice their opinions. The host had no personal opinions about Neil, the coach? Neil Rogers, uh, quite frankly, if you're speaking of Neil Rogers or, uh, or Rick and Suds or any of the shows here, had nothing but the most glowing things to say about Coach Shula in his retirement. Now, while no, he was hold coaching... Hold, hold, hold. Neil yes. Rogers has something glowing to say about someone? Ne- Neil was on... The day <laughs> the retirement was announced, Neil said oh, nothing I'm talking about, about before the retirement. I'm talking about after the retirement. After the retirement, the whole city applauded him. I can assure you this, Larry. What about before the retirement? All right, I can That's assure you I was there talking. was nothing personal in any negative statement made by Neil Rogers. What kind of criticisms were there? That Just he coaching? was... That he had... His coaching ability had, had begun to slump, that the game perhaps was passing him by, that it was time... Time to make room for uh, a coach, and as you know, the the popularity of Jimmy okay. Johnson here is 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 well known. Well, I, I I was I wrote in my column three years ago that Jimmy was going to come and coach Miami, and Jimmy told me that in Dallas. Phil Costin just says hi too. He's in, but, in oh, the other good. studio. But just uh, let me say this: uh, yes. there's a way you can do it, and a way you cannot do it. Now you can encourage callers to vilify. I, I've been doing this a long time. I understand that. I started. I know that you were with our radio station uh, for many years. years. Yeah. And uh, so I know how to do a talk show. Daisy Pumpernick. And I know, yeah, I know yeah. how you can storm up a crowd. And the people who told me I have faith in. So you're telling me that, I, that Neil Rogers I, I, praised him. Larry, I would, be I would, shocked I would not even Neil, bother you. I wouldn't even bother you with a phone call. Where right, I I'm not, not talking about after, after retirement, everybody jumps on the bandwagon. That. That's below. No, I'm talking about before Coach Shula announced were your his callers personal or insightful the callers some of the callers may have been some may when have they not. were what did you say to them we we got rid of them very quickly to be to be perfectly honest with you, you know, they, many you of them no, are dumb your, your inciting calls were off the air right away they were off the air right away and, and i, I, I apologize to mr rogers for his fairness thank you to the rest of the staff and that the two people who told me because must have been hearing things i gotta tell you larry i i i take what i do very seriously hello uh, larry bob's a little emotional I'm sorry, I take what I do very seriously. And to have our radio station vilified on national... Now, hold, hold on one second, Bob. Your station... I was Bob, in my, how long have you been general manager? Get Bob a glass of water or something. How long have you been general manager? I've been here since 1992. Okay, I was in Miami two years ago. Mm-hmm. The worst talk radio I ever heard in my life was on WIOD. The worst. You see, it's comments like that that I think are very unfair. Do you this want an a... opinion or not? Right, do, you, do you think Neil Rogers is a good talk show host? I think he's the best in the business. 
I think he's the worst I've ever heard. Well, I think he's the best in the business. Well, if you're proud of, of him, if you're crying because Neil Rogers has been vilified, what, what I need to do you've here... You've got a weird case going him. Larry, could Why I jump... Why don't you go on Neil and cry with each other? All right, Larry, could I jump in for a minute? This is insane. Well, I've got a general manager here who's crying. Bob, if you can't handle this, I can do this or whatever we want to do. I can do. handle I, I, I never heard a worse station. All right. I think that's patently unfair of you, and I would demand an apology for that statement. For having an opinion? No, for, for saying that this is the worst talk radio you've ever heard. You know the influence that you have over people. It's you the worst the talk radio I ever heard. I demand an apology for that statement. I will not give it to you. I demand an apology for that statement. I'll ask you again as a gentleman. The, what are you asking me to apologize for? To apologize for vilifying a radio station oh, that I give my heart and soul to. Bob, I think... Larry's expressing an opinion, oh, Bob. Bob. Shut up, you... Phil. Shut you up, can Phil. Shut your mouth. You're the general manager. You're telling your host to shut up. Bob, what I'm asking you to do is to. Hey, guys, I, I don't uh, think. I, I, when I was the, on that station, yeah. you could look up class and right. you'd get WRD written as class. Who did you name This is you an embarrassing thing. Who did you work with? Who did you work with? I worked with. Uh, uh, Owen, Dick Owen. Wilson. Oh, he was terrible. Goodbye, Bob. He was absolutely... Wait a second. You, you, I'm not going to talk to no, you. No, but wait a second. Wait a minute. What, what on I, behalf of the Big Wilson family, yes. I demand an apology for you. Bob Big Wilson Bob passed away, and you called oh, him oh, terrible. All right, so could the kettle call, kettle call in the pot black? Is that okay. what it is? You come apologize on Apologize to the Wilson family. All right, I apologize. All right, to now, what do you think of Bill Calder? Bill Calder was probably one of the best I ever heard. The great talent. We did he loads terrific, of things together. He was a terrific talent. And by the way, he was a very close friend of Neil Rogers. Do you think Neil Rogers is a talent? I think Neil Rogers is the preeminent radio talent in America today. Now, he's I the worst talk show host I've ever heard. I demand an apology. No. I demand it. I Bob, Bob, this, we can go. No, we I can know. go back and forth Bob, on this, Bob. Bob yes. You don't even know your own station. On behalf no. of the Rogers family, apologize. Bob, this we can go uh, back and family? forth with this all the time. <laughs> oh, what the is Rog that? I, what's that crap supposed to mean? I apologize. His mother is listening. I apologize to Neil Rogers' wife. What, what is that crack supposed to You said his family. I'm talking about his mother. He has, oh, he has relatives in this no, area. No, I, I would tell his mother that she raised a son who's a terrible talk show host. Bob, either you can go on with this or you can't. Bob, you can keep going with this. I'm not going to change my opinion. I can't believe it. Well, I can't. Bob, listen, man. If you want to come on. He's like crying over here. Give him some of the Well, sorry, Bob. Hey, hey, Larry, uh, Larry, Larry, can I just ask you a question here? Where, where is, where do you think Coach Shula is going to be going after this? Do you think he's going to, well... I think he's going to be vice, he'll be vice president of operations He's, he's running the team, yeah, he's going to run the team from that standpoint, but do you think he might uh, want to entertain any other coaching possibilities? You know, there's a rumor that Baltimore would ask him. I want an apology. <laughs> Bob, shut up. I don't believe he's the general manager. <laughs> you know what? At this point, neither do I. Yeah, I don't. I, I, he can't be, gentlemen. Is this a? Well, so, you know, I'll tell you. Are you still right owned by Cox? Yes, we are owned by Cox. You know, I, I do. I do. Company. I do charities for Cox every year, and have made appearances for the Cox people all over the country. Have you raised money? I don't. Thanks a lot, Bob. So anyway, eleven forty-two at WRD. We all want the money back, Larry. I will not give it to you. Anyway, we have an open line on the out of town line. Come on, just fifty dollars. I will not give it to you. At uh, one triple eight four seven four nine four six three one eight 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 four seven four W I O D. How about a little bit of the truth, Larry? I will not give it to you. Oh, damn it. Six ten W I O D. About as functional as Al Bundy. Back at you. Hey, the real question is, um, what locker room shower are you going to most likely be at? Which one would you like me to be in? Um, well, have you have you been in the shower at the Panthers? Those are real men. If 
I was but Paxson. All day long I'd be de be de bum. If I was that Paxson guy, boy, I'd buy up all the stations like the light bulb, love and Zeta, I and Z and I O D. I'd have lots of money in the bank, annoying lots of goyim like Roy. I'd have a radio network that nobody carries, but everyone has to run the spots. TV, cable, real estate I would own. You turd. I'd have a half a dozen big FM stations and six or seven AM stations too. And that's just in Hallandale alone. Roy! If I was but Texan, all day long I'd fiddle with my knob. If I was Ma Paxson's boy, I'd rearrange the format. I'd have shekels, you know what I mean. I'd be richer than a freaking queen. Wayne Heisinger would be turning green if I was that Paxson goy. Oh, one, what, 149, man, it's almost time to get out of here. This thing is moving like grease lightning. We just turned the clock ahead two hours. It ain't even Saturday night yet, Sunday morning. I love those people, by the way, who uh, set their alarm clock to get up 2 o'clock in the morning. You're laughing, but there are people who do that. Instead of putting the clock ahead an hour, uh, you know, when they go to bed, they set the alarm for 2 in the morning so that they're doing the right thing. I guess so they won't go to purgatory or even worse, burn in hell. You will burn in hell, by the way, if you set your clock ahead before 2 o'clock in the morning. So Saturday night, just go out and stay up late. Just get drunk. Then, of course, if you get drunk, 2 o'clock comes around, you're going to be passed out. You're going to miss out. Then you'll be late for church Sunday morning. Here's Plantation. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. It's too bad you missed the Marlins game yesterday. Because, yeah. Uh, every game they have a trivia question. Yeah. And have a South Florida celebrity give the answer on the air. Yes, sir. On Sports Channel. So I was expecting, you know, like Madonna or some actress or actor that lives down here. Yeah. Guess who it was? Larry King. The Rim Man. The Rim Man? What the hell does he know about it? Yeah. Yeah, he, he, they, they taped him in, uh, at Miami Arena. Right. And uh, it was on the air, him giving the answer. And Joe Angel said, uh, I never really thought of Jeff Rimmer as a celebrity. Yeah, it's a good point. Nice going, Joe. I always knew you were right on top of it. That was definitely the highlight of the game. Did you hear uh, Larry's answer? They had Larry King on there asking him a trivia question. They said, Larry, what's the answer? And he said, I will not give it to you. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, so today's the last day I can listen to you because I have school on Monday. Damn it. Yeah. What a pain in the ass that is, huh? Maybe I'll just stay home. That would be a good idea. I bet you're learning a lot more from this show than from that pain in the ass school. I definitely am. Amen. Yeah, so uh, anyway, on that note, could you please play uh, Old Man Rimmer? Absolutely. Thank you. Have a great life, pal. Good luck to us. See ya. Bye. <laughs> good luck to us, huh? Very good. Oh, by the way, we haven't played this in a long time. Yeah, uh, an avid uh, listener to your station... I'm so disappointed. Can't you get that slut off at 8 o'clock at night? I have nothing else to listen to at night. Please uh, get her off. We, nobody enjoys her. Thank you. Old Jeff Rimmer. It's old Jeff Rimmer. The parks must be flying. 
Cause now the show is dying We just got rolling And now all the callers are gone If a person was to kiss Chris Wells' ass And not penetrate Would he be the rimmer? I got some bad news for you boys and girls Ladies and gentlemen Art Fleming's dead Oi! Are you sure of that? Did somebody call in and their crap? Oh, my God, they're dropping like flies. Art Fleming died last year, no less, 1996, a day that will live. Guess what, Mel Allen, he's dead. Oy. Nobody cared about it. That, to me, was one of the worst days of my life on the year in this town. It was the day I come in, they announced that Mel Allen had just died, or was in the paper that morning, whatever. I come on a year, and it's like nothing. Nothing. I mean, you, of course, being uh, so sports-intensive, you wouldn't care, George. But, I mean, uh, Mel Allen died and nobody cares. All these New Yorkers here, all these Yankee fans, all these people who grew up, threw up watching uh, This Week in Baseball for the last 85 years since he's been doing it, before it got to be over 200. The great Mel Allen with that, with that wonderful voice, with that uh, rich, with that going, going, gone, with that, uh, and nobody cared. So I guess if they didn't care about Mel Allen croaking, they sure don't care about Art Fleming. Open line and date, 6229463, 622WIOD. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Who's Art Fleming? Exactly. Uh, speaking of Phil Henry, uh, what's, the, uh, what's the news? What's the news on what? And how's he, how's he doing? He's doing great. He's kissing the ground every day that he got out of this town, number one. And number two, they didn't wind up working for Paxson. Does he have an audience? Oh, sure he does. Does he have an audience on a 50,000-watt clear channel station at night in Los Angeles with 12 million people just in the metro market? I would imagine so. Oh, your station really took a hit when he left. Yes, it did. Yeah. Um, that was only the beginning. How about a, a very obscure request? Yes. Good, because then I won't be able to find it. Go ahead. The, uh, the Doors, uh, Jim Densmore. The Doors what? John Densmore, something like that. The guy from The Doors. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you're talking about the... Oh, you're talking about the guy with that pseudo... I got it somewhere. What that uh, was his name? Jim Ray Manzarek? Manzarek? Ray Manzarek. Ray, Ray Manzarek. I got it somewhere. Yeah, I'll yeah. find it. Yeah, that'll be the hum job of all time. Okay. Hang on tight, pal. Okay. How do you like that? Two open lines in day at 6229463. Before this guy drops the acid, he wants to hear Ray Manzarek. Somewhere I have that card because I remember very specifically uh, saving that card. Or do I remember very specifically throwing out that card? You know what really pisses me off big time? Is this freaking asshole Roy. Roy! When we came here, do you know how much crap that we threw out? Only we, I only threw it out because we figured, oh, well, you can only, you know, try to keep down to like just a handful of carts because this asshole is so anti-cart. You know, the asshole that's got all these machines in here that nobody knows how to fix them or how they work. How's the printout coming, by the way, on that mini-disc? Oh, sorry. It's only six and a half months later. We don't know. Can you believe that? Of course you can, because he's an asshole. And so we dumped uh, hundreds, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, literally, not exaggerating, hundreds of carts. I mean, I'm talking phenomenal stuff, great stuff, great stuff that will never, ever be duplicated, we'll never have our hands on again. Why? Because these people are the experts. What do they know? We don't know, but they know it all. Let me give you an example. Where the hell? Can I find an example? Yeah, like this. Like this. 
Thanks to Roy. Will we ever hear this again? Well, screw Steve. Yeah, will we ever hear that again? Do you know who that was, by the way? Did you recognize the voice? Well, screw Steve. <laughs> that was fun. How do you like that? A classic from the Humper. We'll never be hearing that one again. One more time. Well, screw Steve. And what am I looking for? Ray Manzuri. I do have this. I do have this. In the meantime, while I'm looking for the other one before the guy drops the acid, don't do it yet, pal. It's only sugar anyway. Where is it? Jim Baker called me on the phone Sunday night, May 17th. Two months had passed. Jerry Falwell. He said, Jerry, I want to ask you to hand the ministry back to me, as you promised in Palm Springs on March 17th. I said, Jim, assuming it was being taped or someone might be listening in and it was for the record, I said, Jim, here's what I want to say to you. Come on, come on, come on, come on, not touch me, babe. Can't you see that I am not afraid? See, we'll never hear that again because the carts all had to be destroyed thanks to... Roy! Yeah, you got to get all those carts. you got 30 days. Mr. Hotshot, like he's running a joint here. See, that's been the biggest problem all along is they got 85 million chiefs. No Indians, but they got 75 trillion chiefs. Everybody's a straw boss. Everybody's got a title. Everybody's bossing everybody else around. Everybody is sending dictatorial email to everybody else. And that's uh, the Paxson way, baby. That's the way we do it over here. We don't do it the right way. We don't even do it the wrong way. We do it the Paxson way. So have a great day, and thanks for listening to 610 WIOD. 11.57 at WIOD. Who needs bull, man? You know, life is too short for bull crap. That's my philosophy. University Dodge knows you don't want or need any more bull. There's more than enough in everyday living. That's why they offer you their no-bull dealer with no-bull prices. That's what they're all about. University Dodge is a family-owned and operated dealer. They've been around for 10 years, so you can count on them to provide you... Nice floppies. 610 WIOD, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. It's Friday, you bastard. The road is calling. I am the road, and I'm so bored. It's been so long since someone new has come into my life and hugged me, caressed me, excited me. Hey, what was that? That was the all-new Nexus ES300. You mean that was it? What do you mean, it? I mean, it, as in wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Uh, yes. Well, thanks for nothing, mister. I got mine, now you get yours. The all-new Nexus E has 300. Yeah, big man. The big, shiny, $36,000 phallic symbol for premature ejaculators. Mr. Jump the Gun. The road is calling Mr. you. Mr. Johnny, come early. But it won't be calling you back. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, 1203 WIOD. Happy Friday to you. Jeff Cohen from the world-famous Pizza Loft is here. We got Stromboli, which I'm only eating the kishkis out of the insides, not the uh, dough. No dough. That's not on the, uh, maybe a little taste. Mmm, boy, is that good. And some uh, chicken cacciatore. And Jeff is feeding the whole joint here today. So we're doing it, baby. We're eating it. There's only one question. Ah, damn it. Anyway, we have two open lines in Dade, 622-9463, Like I said, one question. Where's my prune juice? And we have an open line on a mobile one, uh, purple line there. If you have a mobile, pick it up and pound it. They pay the freight. Pound IOD. Here's Durrell. Hello. Uh, good afternoon, Neil. Buen, uh, buon pomeriggio. Um, wanted to talk about this um, courtesy call. You were talking about it yesterday. Um, but I didn't get a chance to call you. Courtesy call? Yeah, these cur- you know these calls that they call at night to bother you. Oh, solicitation call. Yeah. Right. I, I guess they call it courtesy calls. Is, is that right? They call it discourtesy call, yeah. Yeah. Um, first of all, I don't answer my phone between 5 and 8. In the I, p.m.? 
Yeah. Um, what if I it's just, something important? What about if somebody you know just got in a car wreck and they're uh, hanging off the edge of a bridge and they need you to come and get them? Well, that's why I always leave my answer machine on, and I know it's them because they always hang up on the machine. Okay. And if my yeah, that's a good point. They never leave a message because that's like a warning that they're going to call you back. Yeah, that's right. And then you don't answer the phone. Right. So what I tell my girlfriend is if she needs to reach me, just call me on my beeper. Uh-huh. Just and beep I, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and, I, and I know it's them because sometimes they ask for my mom. And she died about 15 years ago. Uh-huh. That's and, always a good first clue. Yeah, that's a very first clue. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about... Or they'll about, call me and they'll say, is the uh, gentleman or the lady of the house there? Yeah. That, to me, is a pretty good clue. They know it's not somebody I know. Yeah, they, they ask... Ain't no lady my, in this house, at least no real ones. Yeah, they, they ask for my dad, and then, and then I tell them, well, he's not here. And then they go, well, are you over 18? Right, exactly. And I go, no, I'm not. <laughs> very good. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another thing, I want to talk about these um, Marlins. I mean, I don't, I don't care about baseball, but I mean, isn't it something that um, if 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 they pay so much money to these players to get the best players, mm -hmm. what's what's the point in earning a uh, a trophy or a title at the end of the year? Yeah, you know, it's like that's the problem. You just hit it right on the head. That's a big problem with professional sports. Is it's the we got ours kind of attitude, and if we win, fun, and if we lose, guess what? We still get the money. Yeah, I mean, it's, right. it's, it's coming out to just a sport between owners. Yeah. Whoever has the most money, hey, guess what? You know, here, here, here's it's the a title. pissing contest, right. Because you're probably just going to win it anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so it's like Mickey and Wayne, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all. Uh, just one shameless request, please. Yes, sir. My girlfriend's probably having lunch, so this will be good for her. Okay. Uh, Barney in the... Yeah, Barney in the bathroom. Okay. All right, thank you. Got you got it. I got you down. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Nobody over 10 here. We have two open lines in date, 6229463. We don't have that in here yet, by the way, do we? No, we don't. Yes. We do? I think so. Barney, you, you're crazy. How could you possibly have it in here? We got Barney Fag. I like peace and quiet, and I don't need, need to, to listen it. to Barney Fag, Barney Frank, ringing in my ear because I made a few bucks off a book I worked on. Exactly. We couldn't have it in there because I haven't given you this thing yet. You see, oh. you like to pretend well, we that you have executive washroom in there. It's almost the same thing. No, no, we're not playing that. It's the same thing. It is? What, somebody taking a dump? Yeah. Where the hell is that? Where's Barney takes a dump? Come on, Barney. It's on one of these. Maybe we'll give it to Jeff Cohen and look, let him scour through here and find that damn stupid thing already. Barney uh, does a thing. Anyway, we'll get to it, pal. Let me just scour here. While, don't interrupt my lunch. Don't give me no heavy-duty stuff to do. We have two open lines in Dade, 6229463. We have a pair in Broward. We were kicking ass till we played that Phil Henry thing, and I have no idea why, because that thing was great. It was sensational. It was the best. It is great. You're right. And we had every line smoke in there, and then I played that just because it took a few minutes, and these bastards get real impatient. Uh, and all of a sudden, we got, oh, we got lines over here, lines over there. That's bad. I'm looking for that Ray Manzarek thing, too, by the way, for that guy. Don't do it yet, okay? Don't blow your brains out yet. We do have bodily function. We'll find it. I'll find it. If it's the last damn thing I do, and it probably will be, I'll find that for you, pal. What do you want? Here's the Boca. Hello. Boca. Gone, like I said. Two open lines in the out-of-town lines. one 474 9463 Down to like three calls left on the board, then we'll go to music. Here's uh, Kendall. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. We'll do musical request. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think you came up with a new Paxson theme while you're having your lunch. Okay. No, no dough. No dough. Bad joke. Huh. Listen, I wanted to tell you about Art Fleming. I know you found out he died. Where's my prune juice? Uh-huh. 
Do you remember about six, eight months ago you talked about uh, St. Louis KMOX tried to give you a little uh, offer? No, years ago, yeah. Years ago. He left, when Art Fleming left uh, his gig in New York, he went to KMOX. Oh, sorry, Art. Yeah, and he did a really bad job. They <laughs> Really? They put him on every hour, you know, different hour of the day. And he never could make it. And then he left there about a year ago, and he came down here. And somewhere here in Florida is where he died, because we knew him. Okay, now, Jay Randolph, I got a question. Oh, he's dead. Oh, I know, I Nobody know. knows it yet, but he's dead. See, the reason I know all this is from, I'm from St. Louis. Uh-huh. And Jay was... Now, what was the name of that guy that ran KMOX? The guy Robert from Highland. Oh, Robert yes, Highland. What a yes. maniac this guy was. This guy CBS. tried to hire me years ago when I was at WS News, and I really had no interest in going there because they wanted to tell you everything what you were going to say on the air. They were never going to let me oh. do my thing. And then he kept having us... Even after I turned the job down, he had a secretary calling me and said, We hear that you knocked the Catholic Church on the air. Is that true? And then finally one day she called me and I said, listen, I don't know what you're calling me for because I don't want to work there. I don't want to talk to you and don't ever call me again. Oh, I believe every minute. I want to tell you. This guy used to be there. He used to come into the station at like at 10 o'clock at the night and stay there till 5 o'clock in the morning. And that's the truth. Well, let me tell you one quick. You know Bobby Costas, right? Do he I know him? Well, I mean, I don't you, know, know him. you know of him. I know he's an ass licker, yeah. Okay, he worked for... Little that's twerp. where he got his start, Cam Oex. Right. He was there two or three years. One night, Bobby was on the radio at night. He did the 10 o'clock show, sports show. He got a telephone call on what they call the red phone or whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was Bob Highland. Line. Bob Highland. Right. And he was knocking... The, uh, Bobby was saying some things about the Cardinals. And in that town, you don't say anything about the Cardinals. And yeah. Robert Highland told him to either shut up or get off the air. Really? And you can ask. I Woo. mean, Costas knows that. Anyway, Jay Randolph, I want to know why he's down here interviewing Wayne Huizinga on the Marlin game. What, what's he doing now? Do you know? Because they had to pay him off on the rest of his contract, and they put Joe Angel on there who can do a real job on a play-by-play. So they just had to find something for him to do. Okay, well, that was... Besides my... being a doddering old clown. Yeah, that's my little radio trivia. Now I got one easy request. Yeah. LPGA? Okay. Thank you, Neil. See ya. Bye. Bye. Datelines wide open now, 622-9463-622-WIOD. What the hell is going on here now all of a sudden? Just because lunch showed up and you're jealous. What's the matter with lesbian golfers? Can't you tell we really love hitting balls? The only thing that separates us from the men is the country club's bathroom stalls. I love my girlfriend who's also my caddy. She's the film, I'm the butch, she calls me daddy. Muff dive at five, tuna taco, all right, it's still ladies golf to me. My favorite hole that doesn't have any number, a green or a fairway. Don't sweat me cause I'm a snapper lapper, I play golf and I'm gay. I missed my tea time, got caught in the clubhouse. Lesbian golf is the only kind with dugouts. I'm gay, let's play LBGA, still ladies golf to me. Ride is disgrace, chicks sit on my face, and still ladies golf to me. Do you believe this? I'm sitting here assuming that this machine has queued up that other thing with a mouthful of pizza, and I punch the damn thing, and I look over here, and it's just, it's just sitting there.
It's just sitting there again, this damn machine. Oh, God, help us with this equipment in here, man, that I wouldn't wish on Heinrich Himmler. Anyway, it's 1213 in WIOD. We have the date lines wide open, 622-9463, 622-WIOD, and we have two in Broward, 767-9463, 767. That machine, it ain't going to happen. It just ain't going to happen. I got Barney all queued up. He's sitting there squatting. I'm going to have to put it in the other machine. Unbelievable. Max, he don't care. He's leaving. Here's a, a lady mobile in uh, somewhere in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. How you doing? Okay, I wanted to thank you for sending me the pen for nope. the Panthers. Sending you the, oh, yeah, the pen, right. I didn't get it yet, but George said I was getting it. You'll get it. I know, and two You're other gonna things. You're going to get it. Oh, I believe. Uh, two other things I wanted to tell you about those uh, people that call at night trying to sell you stuff. Yeah. What I do is people can never say my last name. So if they don't say it properly, then I just say, well, you got to call back. She's not here right now. Yeah. And then one other thing I wanted to tell you, you were talking about the um, getting the tickets in um, a 35-mile-an-hour zone. Right. No, in a 25-mile-an-hour right. zone. Right. Well, Whatever. I was in Orlando. I got a ticket in a 25-mile-an-hour zone. I was going 35. I just stepped on the gas pedal, and it got up to 35. So he gave me a ticket, and then they called me maybe about a week later asking for a donation. And I said, you know what? If you guys stop hanging around in the 35-mile-an-hour zone or 25-mile-an-hour zone, then just maybe I'll think about it. Exactly. Yourself. You know yeah. what? You know, every time they call me, no matter who it is, and they ask me for a donation, I have one very pat answer. You know what it is? What? I will not give it to you. No, that's a good one. <laughs> I will not give it to you. That's good. I have it on tape. I have a Larry tape right in the house. And every time they say, well, this is the uh, benevolent... Uh, I will not give it to you. Whatever it is. Yeah, really. I mean, I don't mind helping good cops, but, you know, that's so stupid. Yeah. You know, you just tap on that... We're pet. supposed to subsidize them for harassing your ass, right? Exactly. Excellent point. Okay, sweetheart. Okay. Enjoy your pin. Thank you. Don't get too much for it. I won't. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. We have uh, two open lines on the out-of-town lines, one 888 and a parent Broward, 767-9463, 767-WIOD, where it's 1215, and where we're having a dynamic lunch from Jeff Cohen at Pizza Loft, and everybody got hungry right now and ran out to get food. Why not run out to the Pizza Loft? Jeff can use the money. They're doing great, but he can always use a little bit more. Go over there and get yourself about 20 or 30 pizzas and a bunch of uh, lasagna. And a bunch of the uh, pasta, which is better than ever, by the way. Very, very good. Pasta, when you get the uh, spaghetti, by the way, get it with the baked cheese on top. Because they insist on that, that it is much better. And guess what? It is much better. And then when you get the baked cheese, you won't realize there's about 20 pounds of food underneath it. And you won't feel so guilty about eating all that food. Nice free plug there for Jeff Cohen. 610 WIOD. We'll be back, kids. <laughs> Stupendous. <laughs> oh, boy, do I gotta go. <laughs> Open the door here. Oh, oh, my pants. Oh,
that was stupendous. <laughs> Oops, here comes another one. Wait, my little dinosaur butt there. <laughs> Coming! Here it comes, kids! Okay. 1220 at WIOD. So what are you saying? I'm supposed to be uh, listening to Channel 4 for somewhere. Is there in the middle of the weather right now? Which is what it's going to be. A couple people called to say they're going to be talking about you. About me? Oh, more rumors on Channel 4 coming up in a second here. Okay, big deal. We have an open line they of were, day. Uh, calling around the building this morning trying to get a hold of... Who is calling around? Anyone. Channel 4. And like, I'm going to talk to them? Those grave robbers at Channel 4 right. that screwed over our good friend uh, uh, Barbara Sloan? That's right. No chance. We love Barbara Sloan, okay? And by the way, thanks for the check for those uh, hockey reports I did during the playoffs. Not open line of date six two two nine four six three. Oh, there I am. What are they saying? Radio personalities has resigned his job in WIOD effective September thirtieth. But huh. he's apparently not going very far. Rogers is reportedly moving down the dial to WQAM, an all sports station. Former CBS News anchor. That's it. Right next to Walter Cronkite, he got a quadruple bypass. Okay, so I made it on there with, uh, what's her name, Ileana Vanilla. Nice going. Thanks, Ileana. She's okay. She never stole a freight train. She's a sweetheart. We have an open line at Broward, 767 As the rumors persist that I'm leaving here uh, September 30th of this year, do you believe it? We do. Here's uh, Cooper City. Hello. Cooper City. Hey, Neil, you like cigars, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah, I've got a 7-inch Corona. Stick it up your... Yeah, okay, good. What do you say? He's going to stick it up his... Rectum. And see how it comes out? Okay, good luck to you, pal. Be sure and light it first. We have an open line of day at 622-9463. You forgot the decimal point, by the way, on your seven. We have an open line in Brown. He's more like a light bulb guy. He's got a decimal in front of his seven. 767-9463 in Broward at WID. Boy, this chicken cacciatore. <clears throat> Outstanding. Outstanding, man. From the pizza loft. It was feeding the entire building today. It's kind of the least we can do for them, right? Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Neil. Buenos dias. You're the best. Yeah. Hey, listen. I saw the Godfather again. Yeah, again. It's still, still the best, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the best. You know when... I'm uh, the best, the Godfather's the best, you're the best. <laughs> you know what the, the best uh, part about that is? The what? When he gets, when he gets caught and he acts Tom Atkin. Hey, Tom, how about giving me a break? Tom just looks... Can't do it, Sally. Nah. Yeah, he says, can you get me off the hook, Tom, for old time's sake? And he says... <laughs> He looks at him like... Can't do it, Sally. So. Can't do it, Sally. doesn't say I don't think so. Can't hey, do listen. it, Sally. Uh, and they drag... One thing real quick? What is it? Donald Duck. Yeah. Uh, can you send that to me? It's hilarious. What do you mean, could I send it to you? Could uh, I... Can you send that out? Uh, you know, can I hear it You mean, quick? can I play it? Yeah. I'm not going to send it to you. <laughs> Get your own duck. Have a great weekend, pal. Thanks, Mike. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, exactly. so good. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'll go get you a towel. 1223 at WIOD. Two open lines in Dade. 622 WIOD. And one in 767-9463. Let's do Miami Lakes. Hello. Neil, God. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Can you please play something for me? Please. Neil, God. Maybe. <laughs> Is this new OJ song that you have? 
I don't have no new O.J. song. With this lady singing it? Yeah. Which says what? Um, it goes, oh, oh, O.J. That's how it goes? Yeah. You don't mean O.J.'s going to get you, do you? <laughs> Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah, O.J.'s going to get you, yeah. That's this one? No, 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 no. O.J., O.J. No, no, it's not that one. No. It's this, it's this other one. It's a woman? Yeah, yes, a woman singing it. I haven't got no idea. Ah, uh, you played it one time. Yeah. Oh, you mean... You mean Velvet and Nails. Do this be sounding like it? Huh? Yes. yes. That's it. That's it. Okay, pal. Thanks a lot. Hasta your meters. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. And thanks for calling 610-W-I-O-D. Get out of here already, will you, Jeff Cohen? My, here, toss this out. It was great, but get it out of here. Get this crap out of here. I'm trying to do a, a make-believe radio show here, and he's stealing my newspapers. Boy, business must be really slow over there at the loft. He can't even afford to buy his own newspapers. What does that tell you, folks? Does that tell you what you need to know or not? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, it's 1227 at WIOD already. We have two open lines in date. Once we get the lines all filled up, we might talk to you again, okay? Boy, look at this. you got Mung all over the counter here. We don't have Tommy Kramer no more to clean off the counter. By the way, speaking of Tommy Kramer, there's rumors flying around the building that there was a very, very, very serious contretemps up there after the Ron and Ron show this morning. That's the uh, rumor around the building. It's so embarrassingly true. Yeah, between Ronnie B. and uh, and Tommy Kramer. Do we have to think really hard whose side? We have to have this. Oh, jeez, you bring me a dry cloth, okay? Ask, ask a, a man with silly fingernails to do a real man's job, and he brings you a dry cloth. Anyways, I was starting to say, is there any doubt as to whose side we take? When there's a contra between Ronnie B. and Tommy Kramer? 
In fact, is there any doubt as which side we take when there's a contretemps between fill in the blank and Tommy Kramer? Exactly, that's my point. You're okay in our book, Ronnie B. You're all right with us. Neil Rogers is my lover. Exactly, and good luck to you, man. You'll need it with these, Glam. 1228 at WIOD. 610 WIOD. Paranoid. Hormonal. Neurotic. Welcome home. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Let me see how long it takes before Max gets the drift of that, okay? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did anybody hear that? Is anybody listening? Do you have the monitor turned down? What? Oh, okay. Don't worry about no, it. No, Max has you absolutely tuned out. So oh, okay. So I'm not going to talk about it, the fact that that machine just repeated the beginning. Ba -ba 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 -ba, over and over again, it isn't working at all? Play it again, Sam. Play it again. What? It won't queue up now. This this machine over here, this one, it's always been broken. But hey, don't worry about it. We know you're leaving. That's okay. We're not worried about it. I'm looking on the back of the disc. Is there mung on my disc? No, there is not mung on my disc. It looks just fine to me. Let's try it one more time, okay? Let's put it in there very gently. Let's watch that thing start spinning around. Let's queue up cut number 13. And let's see if this thing is going to work or if we have to fire Max before he leaves on his now own. Bambi LaFleur eats a fleece's peanut butter cup. First, I lick... How do you like that? But that's not the cut I wanted to play. Let's see if the other... Well, I just wanted to see if it was going to work. Let's see if this one works. It's time once again for the adventures of Jimmy Mahaha, Teenage Laugh Track. When we last left Jimmy, he was being chewed out by the police commissioner. Damn it, you're way out of line on this one, Mahaha. What? What are you laughing at? Oh, you think this is funny, huh? You think I'm a comedian? Well, here's a joke for you. You're fired! As in my gun against your ass! Come here! I'll show you what for. You like being tickled with a gun barrel up your ass? Yes, that does it for today, but be sure to join us next time for another thrilling adventure with Jimmy Mahaha, Teenage Laugh Track. Okay, that should be easy for them. 1234 uh, WYODC, I'm uh, choking on my cannoli. God is punishing me once and for all, okay, for my evil ways. You too, Max, you're next. Wait till you start choking on that cigar. We have two open lines in Dade, 6229463. Where's Max going to get all the free cigars when he goes to work next, huh? Like he was getting here. Like he was breaking into that cabinet late at night, getting all those free cigars. Well, he just liked them a lot, okay? If you find something you like, sometimes you got to uh, bust into it to get into it. Here's uh, Weston on a mobile. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, I heard you the other day, I think Monday, mention a guy that you heard on Channel 10, Sal Steinberg. No, I didn't hear him on Channel 10. He was on our station one night with... Um, with what's his name doing sports talk last weekend? I think he's the he's the uh, he was on with. Oh, that's me. Doing sports talk. He's the assistant. Uh, the assistant uh, sports uh, Han Show uh, Schmendrick at Channel Ten. Right, he's the assistant sports director to Jimmy uh, Cephalus. Yeah, he's another Jew. Yeah. Well, I had a I had a run in with this guy. Really? He is the biggest asshole you'll ever want to meet in your life. Really? My wife. Now, are you I... talking about? Oh, that's me. Or Saul Steinberg? No, Steinberg. Okay. Went down to Channel 10 to uh, show him a videotape. My son's involved in amateur boxing. Yeah. This guy knows absolutely nothing about sports. Uh-huh. Zero. Why do you think he works on Channel 10? Well, I guess so. So he looks at the tape and... Uh, the only thing you, good you can say about Channel 10 sports is Frank Fort finally got that thing off his forehead. That's the only good thing you can say. I never watch him. Good. Neither so, do I. So this guy didn't see what he wanted on the tape. He's getting a real bad attitude. My wife says to him, you know, you're really an asshole. Yeah, and he said... Oh, he went ballistic. Really? You curse me in my house. I invite you to come into my house, and you talk to me that way. Get huh. out of here. Blah, 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 blah. Yakety-yak. So as we're leaving the... <laughs> we picked our stuff up and left. 
And as we're leaving the uh, building, he, get, he waits until we get to the lobby, sticks his head out, and hollers, and don't ever come back to my house again. All right. Our paths will cross again, and I'll get you back. <laughs> our paths will cross again? Did you believe that's what my wife said? Our paths are going to cross again. Well, that's again. pretty melodramatic. I wonder if his path is ever going to cross with so that's me. again. So I just wanted to call uh, Sal. Steinberg, a big douchebag. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, pal. Bye-bye. Good news there about Channel 10 sports ace Saul Steinberg, who sounds awfully Jewish to me. We have an open line on the Mobile One Purple Line, pound IOD. We have one in Dade, 6229463. 622WID. Pretty damn good lunch from Pizza Loft today, would you say, George? I don't know what you got fed in there, but like I said, pretty damn good lunch. Thank you so much, Jeff. And quit being such a yenta. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Greetings, Mr. Rogers. And back to you. Please tell me this is not true. What's that? Channel 4 just broadcasted you are leaving as of December, or correction, September 30th. 30th. Yeah. The WQAM? Is that what they said? Yeah. Yeah. Is this true? Do you want me to tell you an answer to that question? Well, sort of, yeah. I don't know. Oh, no. Media propaganda. I didn't say that. Yeah, well, that's probably what it is. Could be. Um, it very well could be request? true. Yeah, it is. Well, let me ask you this question first. What difference does it make what station I'm on? Well, it really doesn't, but, there you, you know, go. My, my radio station only only gets 610. Yeah? Well, you'll have to get a new radio. We'll, I know. We'll chip in. Maybe get, we'll buy you one. I'm going to get a new car. There you go. Okay. Um, you know, seriously, your car only gets 610 on a radio? Yeah. That's probably the only reason you're listening anyway. I know. No, okay. no, actually. Yeah, I believe it. Actually, you're, you're somewhat... Uh, Amusing. You're knowledgeable, yeah. Uh-huh, and knowledgeable. Yeah. And full of it. Okay, that, the request is... But that Karen K girl's got to go. But anyway, who? Um, who is that? Aaron K? Karen K? <laughs> oh. oh, man, every time she does that, I think she just swallowed something. Hey, hey, Neil, were you at the airport yesterday? No, I was not. Okay. But if it'll make you happy. Yeah, that was me waving to you. Anyway, what's the request? Because uh, we want to thank you very much for calling 610-WYOD, but this call's getting a little bit long. Okay. What's the uh, request? I want to hear the... Uh, I, I took a course in the Ebonics. Ebonics graduate. Yeah. So and also in closing, excellent choice. Yes, sir. Mike Quinn, you're a douchebag. Okay, the mighty Quinn. Yes. And have a great day. And Thank Sally you, Quinn, too. And thanks for calling 610 WIO Day. We have an open line at Broward, 767-9463, 767-WIOD on a great Friday. Look at who just, oh, my God. Oh, and then they just keep pouring in there, pouring in there. I can't believe it. Oh, Jesus, look at that. ha, <laughs> Oh, and even Johnny Dolan's in there. Oh, right after I ate lunch, too. What a conspiracy this is. And Anna Marie is on George's lap. Look at that. Anna Marie and George are joined like uh, like uh, clones. The entire gang, the Coxahoyce gang, is here with big smiles on their face. And they figure, well, he's probably in a pretty good mood today. <laughs> we'll come over and try it out. Johnny Dark, how are you doing, Johnny? By the way, I wonder if Johnny and Johnny Dolan left me any good graffiti over there at Kiss. Oh, it's just a joke. and just kidding. Probably left a few messages on a wall. They're probably kissing it. There's Mitch uh, Ween looking like uh, he knows. Hey, take a look around here at this stuff. Pretty impressive. None of it works, Mitch, but hey, it's dynamite. That's because of your good friend. Roy! What's his name there? Real asshole. So anyway, the Cox gang is here. There's uh, my good friend Tim Bean, who uh, wishes uh, we were back so we'd have a little excitement in the building. And uh, Greg Fadick is in there with a big smile on his puss. Look at these goyim. Look at that. And Johnny Dark is standing there doing what he does best, holding up the wall. Hold and man, oh man! He, look at the frustration in the Cox Building since we left, George. He's got a puppet the size of Montana, and I'm not talking about Joe. Man, is he getting fat, gigantic, and humongous? Not getting too much action, no, Johnny. That's the way it goes. So there they are. When are you guys moving over here, by the way? When is it? July 4th. That's why I'm leaving. 
So anyway, the uh, uh, Cox people are moving into the new building. Are, we'll be neighbors for a short time. Okay, won't that be great? We'll come over and invite you for food every day, huh? Because these people, are, uh, they don't know. They know what's going on. They're busy having meetings. We understand they're having very big meetings down there in the uh, Paxson building down at 207th and uh, 441. They're having real big meetings. They're down there holding their meat. All the big head honchos, all the people with titles, which the building can't hold that many. This is quite a treat. Where's my good friends Bob and Cheryl? Where the hell are they today? Oh, they've already been here once. They've seen enough. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Hey, uh, listen, I have a tape of, uh, and I'll send it to you if you want it, but of Jerry Williams back, oh, in the 60s when he got into a fist fight with uh, a local politician on the Oh, no, air. I've, I've seen that. That was on TV, yeah. I saw that. That was great. It was dynamite. Uh, it was on t television? Huh? It was on TV? Yes. When was this? Oh, years ago. Oh, really? I have it on audio. You, would you like me uh, to send you a copy of the tape? Uh, maybe I'm getting it confused. I'm, pre I'm positive I saw that, or else I heard it. Maybe I'm confusing the audio, but I, I definitely heard it. When Jerry Williams was on uh, the old MEX with... Right, uh, exactly. With Arnie Ginsberg. Remember those days? Melvin X. Melvin and yeah. Mel Miller? Oh, those were the days, Larry man. Jack. Yeah? Yeah. How about Adventure Car Hop in Saugus, Mad, in Saugus uh, wherever oh, it was? Oh, Adventure Car Hop is the place to go. For right, that's right. Arnie right. Woo Woo Ginsburg, yeah, that horn. No, those were the days, man. All we need now is Carl DeSouz. Right, bring him back. Hey, I got a request. Tell me, please tell me Dave Maynard still ain't on the air on BZ. I think he's still on there. No, Dave Maynard is living up uh, in Hernando. Oh, thank God. He's 140 years old. He was still on the air very recently. Get him out of there. You know who I used to love on WBZ in those days was Jefferson K. Great, great man. Great he boy. was great. What a great DJ he was. He's doing something for NFL now. I'm not Good sure for him. Why. He's Jewish, too, by the way. Yes? Is he really? Yeah. Uh, do you have my girl's pussy? In the well? <laughs> the song. In the well? <laughs> Good luck to you, pal. All right, man. Have a great day. Bye. Okay. What did he just say? I woke up this morning with a feeling of despair. I looked for my pussy, but my pussy wasn't there. Well, well. at WIOD on a momentous Friday, April 4th, one of the greatest days in the history of our lives. I'm not exactly sure I can put my finger on it, but I'll try. We have an open line at day at 6229463. Boy, we never be... Uh, see, I shouldn't say it while they're still in the building. God, it was sure great over there at Cox. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody told me everybody thinks the grass is greener on the other side, but until you meet the real Farbis and Agoyim, you never can be sure. And they were right. You were right, Bob Greener. 
By the way, speaking of Bobby Green, I should play that, shouldn't I? Just as a, uh, just as kind of a token of our affection. You were right. And by the way, Bob, don't come into work tomorrow, please. Busts his arm in Miami, walking down the stairs. He didn't see Hank's leg sticking out. Bobby grabbed the handrail, but Gary greased it good. He won't be signing anybody out. Oh, feeling pain is typical and working in this place. Nothing, you ain't worth nothing unless you're working for free. Oh, bust your ass or bust your arm, it's all the same to me. Busting it is good enough for me. It's good enough for me and Bobby Green. 12.45, by the way, we owe them a big vote of thanks, George, because you realize if they wouldn't have sold the station and if all of this wouldn't have gone down, that uh, you follow what I'm saying? You following my logic? Thanks, Bobby Green. There you go. And don't come into work tomorrow. 10 WIOD. It's Friday, you bastards. Well, congratulations. Get a life. Today on E.T., Paul McCartney talks about his recent knighthood. So, Mr. McCartney, when did you get knighted? Yesterday. And how was the queen? Her Majesty's a pretty nice girl, but she doesn't have a lot to say. Really? Did she ask you to do anything? She said, why don't we do it in the road? Gross! And what did you say? Maybe you can drive my car. Yes, he's the hard day's night who's pleased pleasing the queen. He's Paul McCartney, and you can see him later today on E.T. 1250 at WIW. You know those Brits. Uh, sooner or later, they all please the queen. We have two open lines in Dade, 62294. Do you hear that? That thing is queuing up like real. Like on the next cut there. I like it a lot. Hey, we don't care. I mean, we're trying to do the best we can under impossible circumstances with marginal equipment, which uh, somebody will repair someday. It won't be Max. Anyway, here's, uh, here's Miami. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yay. Yes? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, first time caller, long time on hold. I'll bet. It's enough yeah. to put you into a coma. Sorry about that, sir. Yeah, well, listen, I, I was calling to see if you, uh, um, you know, you work with the pizza loft a lot, I guess, right? Yeah. I got a buddy of mine who uh, used to work there prior to it burning down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, great. I'm, I hope he has a great life. Here we go. Somebody with another story, another fictitious story. God, it's too bad you had to wait that long because it didn't get on the air, whatever your bullcrap story was anyway. Daylines all open, 6229463, 622WIOD. Don't you find it interesting to note that Brooke is getting all the crap about saying thank you for calling WIOD while that new Valley girl, Karen Water, is saying that a thousand times? Well, I don't know because I don't listen to that uh, What Her Name show. And she's as rude as a nursing home bathroom. How do you like that? Rude as a nursing home bathroom could have anything to do with the fact that Brooke hasn't boinked any of the upper management, it says. What kind of a disgusting thing is that? Lay off, Brooke. She's a dollar. I love Brooke. I just don't like that uh, thing. You know what I'm saying. You know that thing. Don't like that thing. Let's see what else we got here. We got, uh, oh, that Rick guy again. Don't read your faxes, Rick. Sorry, you're chronic. My first blood test after starting the Atkins diet is in today. Doctor says my cholesterol is better. Still room for improvement. I exercise moderately. Only had 15 pounds to lose. I've lost eight already. Everyone told me my cholesterol was going to skyrocket, and uh, they're full of crap. All right. Nice going, John. Let's see. Here's one that says, I like Gary Sheffield. He was smart to take the money. 
and et cetera and so on. I can't feel about the real good comparison here. I guarantee you the athletes making that kind of money would not dig into their own pockets and dig out $50,000 for three hours of anything. <clears throat> what, what does that mean? What, what does that mean? Oh, the ball game. Okay. Whatever you say. Uh, the letter is in regard to the uh, recent 60 minutes. Okay, that's it. We don't care. Here's Michael Mayo. That's right. Another day. Rick from PLA. Okay, we finally read one of your faxes because it's got a picture of Michael Mayo. Another day without the apology to Dave Halberstram by Michael Mayo from the... Uh, I got news for you, Michael. You're being de-Jewed as of today. We're throwing you out. You're no longer a Jew, all right? No more Jew for Michael Mayo. Hold the mayo. And he probably eats mayo like on his uh, ham and cheese sandwich. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What a beat. I got a... I sent you a... Uh, Yesterday, I have a picture with, uh, with uh, Jesus in the manger, and instead of the three wise men, it had the three wise guys, one guy holding a pizza, one guy holding a briefcase full of money, Yeah. and a uh, guy with, like holding a gun in his jacket. I wonder if you got that. No, I did not. Oh, you didn't get that? Damn it. I'll, re I'll resend it to you. Okay. But I got a request. This is how long I've been listening to you. Okay. It was like a banana. No God. Don't have that? No God. Have to ask permission from Bob Green to play that. <laughs> Should have called five minutes ago when the guys were in the uh, building. All right, now thanks for letting have a great me call day, pal. Six ten W I O D. And thanks for calling us six ten W I O D. We have an open line in Broward seven six seven nine four six three seven six seven W I O D. Oh, I can't stop doing it. It's killing me, man. <laughs> don't do it no more, Brooke. Don't do it. I love you, but don't stop doing that. We have an open line on the mobile one line, pound IOD. Oh my God, look who it is! It's my newfound friend with her hard hat. You—they're making you wear a hard hat. Yeah, it's the first thing she's seen hard in a long time. But anyway, Cheryl is here. How do you like that? Cheryl Rifkin, formerly Ava Brown, but now she's our friend again. Well, you know how it goes in life. You can't be friendly forever. It gets boring. It gets monotonous. And by the way, I bet you ate a lot of make-believe homentage in forum time, too, Cheryl. So the uh, whole, the Gansamishpocha is here today. How do you like that? We just had everybody in here with their hard hat. Oh, you look so uh, masculine today <laughs> with that thing in your hand. Hi, she Cheryl. A lot of weight. Where did oh, your ass go, I have Cheryl. bad herpes. I just kiss Cheryl on the lips and I have bad herpes. No, I don't. They're, they're like, uh, well, they're not too bad. So anyway, welcome to 610 WIOD for the moment. Open line of dates. And by the way, you want to say a few prayers. Leave your rosemary beads uh, checked at the door. So everybody's here today. What is this a sign of? Are you in? Are you in? What? No, there's nothing here. We're not going to feed you now. You have to be a little more friendly than this to get fed. Jeff is gone. He's back to make zillions of more dollars over there at the uh, pizza loft. You look lovely. You look, uh... <laughs> you do! Doesn't... Okay, you look like Where's crap, okay? Ass? You look like a wa she Portuguese washerwoman. Do you look great! I didn't like the hair the other way. The hair the other way, you looked like a witch. And look at how much nicer you act now, too, that your hair is straightened out. I think it was the hair. Like Samson. It's the same kind of thing. So how's Bob Green? Is he still the same? Still the same. Where is he, by the way? Is he still the same? He's still the same. That tells me all I need to know. But tell them thank you so much, by the way, because if things wouldn't have worked out for uh, whatever happened here. Oh. Call up the sisters and say, thanks a lot. Because you do know they sold the station to get rid of me. <laughs> Everybody's lining up to go back to work for Cox, okay? What does that tell you? That tells you we love the Paxson people, baby. In fact, I think just in honor of today being a special day... He's like 
hair. You might think that it's a bummer when Phil Hendry's gone. Say goodbye to Aaron Summers. Say hi to Ron and Ron. They're going to work from Texas. And that's a matter of fact. They're going to work from Texas. Again, Christian, righteous as he can be. He wants to change the station's letters to WGOD. Now we'll work for Paxson. He's the brand new boss. We're gonna work for Paxson. Paxson make the sign of the cross. Okay, 1258 at WIOD told us that three separate times. How do you like that, Cheryl? That, that is absurd. Okay, we have it right here on first-hand experience. That's absurd. I know it's absurd, but that's kind of like a, a bargaining ploy, don't you? Now, in other words, you're a piece of crap, and they wanted to get rid of you, which is why they sold me the station. But we don't want to talk about that on the air because that's bad. Yeah, I'll miss this great place. I, well, I'll tell you, it is a, a better location than the old one. I, I mean, I'm sure you'll miss that one, too. Yeah, like hemorrhoids. And you got Wolfie's right up the street here, too, by the way. Where they have a real hamantaschen. Uh-huh. Okay, whatever you say. How about the hamantaschen? Two minutes till one at WIOD. You're 50% talk, 50% entertainment, and 50% pure damn luck. 610 WIOD, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. It's the one to two hour. WIOD, happy Friday from all your paisans. Rick and Spud will be here at 2 this afternoon, unless Rick changes his mind. Let's go to Boca. Hello. Yeah, Neil, how you doing? Great. Yeah, did you see the Good Morning America? They, they say they're, they're never going to probably arrest a suspect in the Jean Benet uh, case. Really? Is that what they said? Yeah. And it's kind of hard for me to figure out, isn't it? No. Even Geraldo's got it figured right. out. Right. 
And the $64,000 question is that uh, baby of Michael Jackson. Do you see that picture? Yeah. They look like a white couple. How, how did that baby uh, turn out like uh, the same color he is? Good question. Or, or he isn't. Maybe he's a whiter shade of pale. Uh, you got that fudge man on tap? Do I have what? The fudge man. Starch man? Fudge, fudge. Oh, fudge man. Yeah. Do I have him? Yeah. No, I don't. Oh, it's not around no more? Uh, let me tell you. Let me check. Let's see. If I... Yeah, I do, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I'd like to hear from him. Okay, pal. I bet you would. <laughs> it's the fudge man. Hi, everybody. It's Bruce, your fudge man. Who's the first one to try one of my fudgicles? Oh, there's a big white truck on the side of the road. As he cracks a smile, he says, Wait, let me just bend over here a second. Oh, sure, we have that. Just come on around back. I'll be happy to serve you. Fudge pack on sale. No money? Here, have it for nothing, honey. There's George's accountant just brought him a gigantic check, a gigantic something. That's the guy that brings the fake homentage in, too, by the this, way, Cheryl. This is for you, actually. What is it? You'll like it. What is it, a real homentage? He wouldn't know one if it hit him in the uh, Yarmulke. Anyway, it's 108 at WIOD on a tremendous Friday. All our old good friends from the Cox people are here today. We're having kind of like a little party in our pants. What is it? Something really Jewish, no doubt? Good stuff. Good stuff. It says, critics claim diet clinics misuse obesity drugs from the Wall Street Journal. Thank you so much, my Yiddish friend, and good Shabbos to you, too, by the way. And the same to you. Uh, it says, on a pale Saturday morning in Sa uh, Santa Monica, California, while much of the town is still waking up, the waiting room of the Manhattan Weight Control Medical Center is already packed with patients, and it goes on about uh, all these people that are waiting for their fen-fen. That's right. The pills are American Home Products Corp's hot-selling redux, an obesity drug, a combination of two other obesity drugs, fen-fen, etc., etc., and so on. And it goes on to talk about the risks of the drugs, and on and on and on it goes... Sometimes there's a doctor that talks about a doctor in Tyler, Texas, who admits sometimes prescribes the drugs to people who need only to lose a few pounds. Right, exactly. And some of them don't need to lose any weight. Some of them are skinny as a rail. Not that they're addictive or that they're bad for you. Let me just tell you again, if you want to try that Fen Fen, man, good luck to you. We'll bring your flowers. That's, oh, that's just my personal advice. Not being a physician, not being an expert. We know a lot of other people who are not experts either and know nothing about it who've never even been fat, and they're peddling it. So just keep that in mind, okay? Govern yourselves accordingly. Here's Boca on a mobile. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, how are you doing? Great. Neil, it's the, the clown reading the news that really upset me this morning. Yeah. I mean, is he a newsreader or is he a clown or is he part of your show? Is he a newsreader? No. Is he a clown? 
Yes. He's not really a clown. He yeah. He's just not funny. He yeah. just doesn't cut it. He's yeah, I was going to say, the only difference being that clowns usually are pretty funny. Yeah, right. Well, now that all the Paxton people are there having a party, perhaps they can listen to him and think No, these are not, not the pa- these are not the Paxton people having a party. These are the Cox people. Oh, I'm From sorry. the previous I regime. The Paxton people were here. Oh, no, they're busy down having a big uh, clandestine meeting down in uh, the oh, Paxton building. Oh, oh, well, they won't get to hear this clown, but uh, he should be removed. He he doesn't add anything. Okay. By the way... I'll sure pass that along. By the way, on the turnpike this morning, there is a car heading north called a border patrol. It's not the first time I've seen it, nor the second. Yeah. But he's obviously patrolling the border between Palm Beach and Broward, looking for aliens. Okay. They do a lot of that locally. Is he serious? He's serious. Okay. He's a border patrol cop. Tell him I'll see him there. I'll see him there. Okay. Bye-bye. And ta-ta. We have an open line and a mobile one uh, pound line at pound IOD. By the way, don't forget the Jello pudding pops. That's what we're going to do. We're going to take our uh, amphetamines with Jello pudding pops, not phenobarbital, not barbiturates. We're taking amphetamines to off ourselves. We want to do it the right way. So at least when we die, we'll be like ultra skinny. I want to die fast. Yeah. Any special reason? Okay, let's go to uh, Pompano Beach. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, how are you, Neil? Great. Sensational, sir. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to you, Neil. You sound, you sound very happy. Yes, I do. Hey, let me ask you a question now. Now, don't, don't, get, don't get all bent out of shape and hang up on me. Okay. I want to know. I'm listening. I want to know, what is Rick O'Reilly going to do if you go to QAM? Probably show up every day about 1.30, go on the air at 2 and do a four-hour show with Suds like he always does. Well, I was thinking this. I had a, I had See, I hate to break the news to you, sir, but we all have this desire of survival, you know, self-preservation, putting some food on the table. you got to make a living, man. That's what it's all about. No, but I had an idea. I wish them nothing but the best. I had an idea for a program for him, for uh, Rick. Rick and Paxson, the religious hour. Yeah. How's that sound? Well, it's got possibilities. Okay, now let me tell you something. When you get to QAM, i got a, I got a, an idea for programming. The first thing, the first, you'll have the worst team. You'll have the cream, which is you, and then Hank will be overstuffed jeans. How does that sound? It sounds okay. All right. Like I said, he'll take the slop over. Right. <laughs> Neil, take care, and if you go to QAM, I'll never have to turn to 610 again. Okay. Take care, buddy. See ya. If I go, if I go. What do you think? We have an open line at Broward, 767-9463-767-WID. We managed to keep it uh, almost completely quiet for a week. It was very, very, a lot of speculation, of course. And then, for some reason, that uh, it just busted wide open. That's not bad in this market, though, keeping anything quiet for more than a half an hour. For like a week. And I'm going to continue like I told them uh, last week, a week ago today. I told Peter Bolger, I intend to show up every day and honor and do my best to do my duty. And he said, duty my ass. I said, no thanks. And uh, that's the way it is. It's just, you know, you do your thing to be a professional, and you just show up, and you do the best you can, and then life moves on, and we all continue, because we all got to eat, that's all. Not most of us have got big, multi-zillion-dollar yachts over there in Italy with those goddamn Italians uh, yanking us all around. Some of us would like to be yanked around by some of those Italians, but uh, sometimes it works out, sometimes it don't. Do you know what I'm saying? As como se dice douchebag in italiano. Oh, that's right, Italian class tomorrow with El Professore. I can't wait for that. God, is he a good guy. Does he tell us some great stories or what? Do I know my Italian yet fluently or what? No. No, I really don't. Uno, due. See, that's pretty good. You can count to two in Italian, you got it made. And then, of course, quattro, they don't know whether you're speaking Spanish or Italian in this joint, so they look at you like, okay, where's this one coming from? 113 at WIOD. You never... WIOD. When Madonna's in town... She's not listening to us. Oh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? 
I believe we're ready now, nurse. Congratulations, Mr. Jackson. Here's your new baby boy. Would you prefer paper or plastic? Plastic, please. I can't wait to get you home, Shamoon, and show you your new pacifier. You're my petri dish, baby. What a lovely way to perpetuate my pedophilia. A petri dish. Eighteen at WIOD. Happy Friday. Happy day before the weekend. Happy three days after April Fool's Day. Happy uh, etc. Okay, we're happy. Happy uh, good Shabbos. Good Yontif etc. Here's Plantation. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy Friday. And back to you. Uh, listen, I wanted to ask you. I I seen the story on Channel Four, but I didn't read the article in the paper. Yeah. The, the thing. I, I mean, I've been. You've kept. You made my 22 years here uh, worth living. Let's put it that way. Really? I wish you were on 12 hours a day. Oh sure. You know, but you know, I realize you don't want to work 12 hours a day. But my well, hours sounds good. My question is: If you go to QAM, they kept emphasizing on Channel Four how it's a sports station. Yeah. You know, is let there me a chance you be doing the, the hockey games? Uh, no. Let me just cut it off at the past, saying this: Wherever I go, wherever I will be, I will continue to be doing the Neil Rogers Show. Period. So I will be not be doing a sports show. I will right. not be doing any other kind of a show. I will not be doing a hockey games. I will not be doing standing on my head and uh, doing somersaults. I'll be doing the Neil Rogers show, period. Right. How do you like that? Okay. I like it. Okay. Just as long as you're here, that's all I care I'm about. I'm here. Okay. Thanks, Neil. Okay, pal. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Open line in Broward, 767-9463-767-WIOD. Uh, Suds missed all the excitement here. And Rick is on the way, probably missing bonding with all of his good, close, personal friends. Cheryl was just here with a little tongue action, giving kisses to all. And with that new hairdo, she's got a new boyfriend, huh? Under the age of 100. Nice going, sweetheart. And we had Greg Fadick, and we had, like, uh, Mitch uh, Lewis, and we had uh, all kinds of people. Johnny Dark. I don't want to mention Johnny Dolan. He was even here. What does that tell you? Here's Virginia Key. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing today? Great. Hey, I want to do something different. I want to, instead of having some verbal intercourse with you, making a request. Yes. I want to make the request first and sing a song for you. Okay. Is that okay? Please. Okay, can I hear Bald Spot? Yeah. I don't have a bald spot. Okay. And here's my song. You ready? You mean the whole bit? Yeah, please. Okay. Let me sing my song. Okay. We will follow Neil. Follow Neil wherever he may go. There isn't a station too big. I still want to hear about Larry King's wig sometime today. I hope QAM pays you one mil a year. And yes, we think Brooke is great. The new news guy, he is okay. We miss one Mindy at a Yoko. <laughs> no tango, Piero, and La Punta. I'm out of stuff. Okay. Oh, God. Give us strength. Like I said, give us strength. 
I just noticed something that in one of your interviews with John Candy, I believe, it looked like an older interview, you had less hair than you have today. How do you explain that? I uh, don't wear a wig, sir. Paint your bald spot? What bald spot? You paint your bald spot? I don't know what you're talking about, sir. My hair grows. You paint your bald spot? I don't have a bald spot. How come you had less hair on the tape? Maybe my hair grew. Maybe I had a bad haircut that day. By the way, something. What do you care? Paint your bald spot? I don't. Do you paint your bald spot? Paint your bald spot? I'm sick of that. Is great radio. Amen. 121 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade, 6229463. We got one in Broward, 767WIOD. Here's North Lauderdale. Hello. Paint your ball spot? Exactly. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Great. I want to wish a happy Friday to all you fine people at WIOD. Yes. At uh, 610 WIOD. Congratulations on your move wherever the hell you go. Cause Thanks. I'm smart enough to actually flip the dial. Uh huh. Um, requ- I give you a call once a year to talk about hockey. Yeah. How do my devils look this year? How do they look? Yeah. Awesome. Do you think we could take the whole thing? Could be. And how old is Dougie Gilmore? 34, I believe. 34? Yeah. So we're going to have him for a couple of years. Yeah, he'll be uh, he'll be useful. Very excited to see him. Sure been useful week. so far, hasn't he? Uh, <laughs> tremendous. Been great. Team around. And Ellis playing Thank really God well, that too. the Panthers didn't get Doug Gilmore and we got that stalwart uh, Kirk Muller who looks like uh, an old man uh, ready to go out to sea. Yeah, you can have him. We had him and life is good. Right. Uh, a shameless request. Okay. Being as I'm Italian, you want to be Italian, you want to go to Italy, can you play Bafangula for me? Bafangula? Yeah. Have a great day, pal. Thanks, man. Arrivederci. Ciao. Etc. <laughs> A greasy little Guido's talking to a wise guy fella. Said I went to bed with two girls at Bella Bishidella. Turns out it was your mother and your younger sister Stella. Hey, Bafangula. Driving down the highway in my IROC with my honey. Well, I saw a school cop asked her to who owed me money. So I blew his tires with my Smith & Wesson gunny. Hey, Bafangula. Bafangula, Bafangula, Bafangula. La Costa Nostra is the only family for me. Bafangula, Bafangula, Bafangula. Like Campo Don Corleone and John Gotti. You will find the business very busy. Down in Vegas and as far as New York City. In New Jersey, it's not hard to find us. In fact, they don't really seem to mind us. Remember Jimmy Hopper, all the money that he spent? And the bastard never paid us back, we didn't see a cent. Now he's working for the Meadowlands, holding up some man. Hey, Bafangula. Bafangula, Bafangula, Bafangula. Bafangula, Bafangula, Bafangula. Bafangula, Bafangula, Bafangula. Are we on the air? Bafangula. Because you have a light in there, not. Just pretend you have a light in there, damn it. Anyway, it is Cosa Nostra, not Costa Nostra. And it's also not Casa. Casa Nostra would be our house. I know. In it's Spanish. Our, our thing. It's yeah. the same thing in both languages. But he says Costa Nostra yeah. in the song. Well. That was my point. What do you want? He's a Guido. He's a Guido. What is that? What the hell do you want from him? He's a Guido. He's not a real Italiano. He's a Guido. Why do you think he's saying Bafangulo? That don't mean nothing. Thank God. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Happy Friday to you. And back to you. News guy. He's, he's the worst. You got to get rid of him. Okay. He's, he's gone. Worst. He's history. He's out. A request for you. Let's send him out to buy his wife a necklace. Yes? Uh, about four or five years ago, you guys had a bit, uh, I believe it's called Assholes on Parade. Uh, yeah. You still got it? 
four or five years ago? Yeah, about And you think we still got that? Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if, uh, if Sam was requested, you can play it. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Say goodbye. Bye. Open line of date, 622-9463, 622-WIOD, as we celebrate whatever we're celebrating here today. What are we celebrating? I don't know what we're celebrating. Friday. We're celebrating the fact that it's Friday. We're celebrating the fact that it was... And by the way, you know that story about the Cox sisters? I know for a fact it was wrong. It's an asshole celebration. It was a lie. And they're all out on the street. See them on the sidewalk. Oh, hear them shuffling feet. That's 20,000 assholes to an asshole promenade. Step aside, good people, there's the assholes on parade. We got the assholes for freedom, the assholes for fun, the assholes for Jesus, and the assholes for guns. Assholes for justice, assholes for crime, assholes for assholes, assholes for all time. We got assholes making money, they're making all the rules, taking all our jobs and they're filling up our schools. Assholes on the water, assholes in the sky. Sign the says help wanted, only assholes need a fly. Oh, teacher, won't you tell me? the orders, and assholes row the boat, assholes get elected, cause assholes get to vote, I once heard it said, that old assholes never die, they just lay in bed, and multiply, <laughs> assholes in the morning, assholes every night, assholes to the left, and assholes to the right, that's 20,000 assholes. Good people is assholes on parade. I like it. I have no life. 128 at WIOD. 610 WIOD. 132 at WIOD. We got all the Cox people in here today, man. It's unbelievable. It's incredible. They're all like got their hard hats on. They're all hard today because they're getting their uh, tour of their brand-new building right up the street, the old Y100 building up here. How do you like that, huh? They say there's still skeletons of Bill Tanner in that building, and I believe it. Here's West, and also probably uh, Jim Reilly. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going? Great. 
I heard you play some WLS jingles before. Do you have any more of those? WLS? WLS. No. Did you get the tape? I Did I what? Did you get the tape I dropped off to you with the old WLS jingles on them? No. When was that? Probably about six or seven months ago. Probably not. Can I uh, ask a request of a lightning round of some jingles Jim played in a while? Some jingles? Some old ones. Okay. Thanks a lot. You got it. See ya. I told you we're doing requesting jingles today, and it took all the way to 1.30 before somebody with some taste called in and said, how about some old jingles? And I say, hey, let me uh, find some old jingles. How's that? I got some old... W oh, wait a minute. Look what I got here, George. Wait till you hear these. Look out. <laughs> For the woman with a man in mind On WQAM Through the use of a subliminal trigger igniter Listen The pause that refreshes your Short and sweet Oh, gee, let me reach over here in the rack. It's a good thing we didn't throw these out because... Uh... All right. Okay, I'll find some more jingles momentarily, okay? Let me uh, wheel myself back up on top of the uh, mountain here. We have an open line on the uh, out-of-town line, one 474 Better not play no more of those QAM jingles. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Fort Lauderdale. Going once. Going twice. Here's Fort Lauderdale on six. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Great. Great show, man. Uh -huh. Um A little too much Larry King today, though. Okay. That's hurt me. Um, Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, I was hoping I could segue out of a few minutes ago. You were speaking. Neil about Rogers got. Yeah. You were speaking about uh, doing your duty, and I thought I heard a slight uh, softening in your position. I pooped my pants. Yeah. On uh, the other so indoor softening sport. in my position. Yeah. On the other indoor sport that we have in South Florida. Yeah. Which we're not allowed to mention. And but that, be that as it may, how can you avoid mentioning Eric Reed, the worst play-by-play -play man I've ever heard? What do you mean avoid mentioning? I've talked about him for years. The I, one I've that talks to his it. teeth and is just 77 to, to 75? Yeah, that was months ago I heard that. Yeah, so what do you want me to talk about now? This, more of the same. The guy... The music sounds best on WABC. Okay, thanks for calling. 610 WIOD, by the way, pal, and uh, you're gone. We have an open line at Broward. 767 WIOD's right. Eric Reed talks through his teeth. Actually, there was once upon a time, I think it was either a year or two ago, he stopped doing that for like two games. And I came on here and I said, you know something? I saw a little bit of the Heat game on TV the other night, and Eric Reed actually was pretty good. And then he started going back doing out again, Shevin to Shevin. And I said, oh, God, get rid of that guy. And then I met him on Mandish's show that one, uh, it was last year. One Sunday night he was on there with the Manwich. And, boy, talk about a, an ass kisser. God almighty. And I said to Mandish, you could do better than that on the show. You might even have on the show be an improvement. And he looked at me and laughed. Here, he said, how about Sal Steinberg? And then I laughed. Here's Homestead. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You are God, man. And I, I want to know if, like, you could play Ebonics. It's, like, the coolest one you got. Ebonics graduate again? You want to no, hear I that? Didn't, I didn't hear it. Come on, man. You want to hear it again? Here. You want to hear this again? Yeah. Okay, pal. All right. That's for you. Open line in today. 
622-9463. I want on the mobile line, which is ringing as we speak now at Pound IoT, isn't it? I took a call for the Ebonics. They say the future be bright for me. Now I can't get no job. Cause I don't got no literacy. I was talking like an old Negro. Ebonics taught me how this way. Now I can't do nothing. But my heritage say that's okay. Change my name to Shufro. Drive a deuce and a quarter in a Cadillac. I remember when I was stealing all the white man's cars. Hanging outside the Belvedere bar. Grind the blues about poverty. White devils got no job for me. And I, I thought Ebonics would give my life a chance. Now I... I Got to go and sell more crack cocaine, 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 crack cocaine. Lordy, what a boring song. Ebonics makes me sound funny. Got nothing to do with literacy. Now I got to make more money. Labor pool sounds good to me. I got plenty of nothing. Ebonics ain't getting me anywhere. Maybe I'll mug an old white bitch. Steal a purse and pull her hair. Then I gonna take some money. Buy a stereo and a Frigidaire. I remember when I was stealing all the white man's cars. Hanging outside the Belvedere bar, round the blues about poverty. White devils got no job for me, and I, I, I thought Ebonics would give my life a change. Now I, I, I got to go and sell more crack cocaine, 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 crack cocaine. Well, at that point, Willie goes cross ring and it's right back to center. He's been setting up again. Willie's pass protected by Carter. Yager, head of the play, gets the pass through to Francis. Now, let me right there. Hey! Shouts and scores! He had Van Beesbrook tumbling on the ice as he beats him like a rented mule on the Penguins lead. 4 to 2. Mario Lemieux. 21 till 2 at WIOD. Happy Friday to all. Why are we all so happy around here today? Everybody seems to be in a really great mood today, except Adam, who looks all pissed off. What's he pissed off about, huh? What you be pissed off about? He just he just pissed because when Steve Kane comes over here, they're probably going to make Nick Lawrence the executive producer, and he's not going to get it. Oh, damn. If I was him, I'd be spending out, a lot of time outside getting a good tan. Here's Hallandale. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. I just wanted to wish you the best of luck on QAM. Don't I know you'll too do much. a fine job. Yes, sir. And uh, shameless request, please. Okay. Prison bitch for my uh, friend Scott Donahue in Hallandale who's thinking about coming out of the closet. All right. All right. Congratulations, now, Scott. We knew you could do it, pal. He's the man. And tell him to hang out of that soap. Put a handle on it. Best of luck to you, Neil. Okay, thanks. They say our love is taboo. That what we're doing is wrong. But I don't care what they say Cause my love is so strong They tell us we should be ashamed We're 
were not husband and wife, but I cherished each moment with you. I'm so glad you're in my life. Prison bitch, my prison bitch, you're not like other men. Oy. I'm glad we share a prison cell when lights go out at ten. I can't escape the way I feel, now that would be a crime. As long as I am doing you, I don't mind doing time. Cause you're my prison bitch, my prison bitch, and I have no regrets. I got you for a candy bar and a pack of cigarettes. At first you were resistant, but now you are my friend. I knew that I would get you in the end. Prison bitch. Prison bitch. I guess that you were sent from up above. Prison bitch. My prison bitch, I'll never say goodbye. You're not like all the others. Too bad they had to die. On second thought, I think I'll stay. If you want me to, your prison bitch is never leaving you. Did I first you were my cellmate? You know, one thing I've learned in the uh, short time that we've been here in this building is that real serious born-again Christians, number one, they don't ever swear. That's number one. And number two, they would never, ever make up stories and lie. 144 at WIOD. WIOD is not your radio. It's just real staticky.
Last week, I did the craziest thing. I flew to Oakland to learn Ebonics. And then I hit the streets to go check out my style. And what happened was quite ironic. There was a black guy standing on the corner. I said to him, what's up? And your blood, what's going down? Well, he looked at me as if I was some kind of freak. And you won't believe what he called me. Chick-a-boo, chick-a-boo. Now, how do you like it? Chick-a-boo, chick-a-boo. Bet you don't like it. Chick-a-boo, chick-a-boo. The honky don't like it. Chick-a-boo, chick-a-boo, boo-boo. He said, Ebonics ain't for you. And he pulled out a gun. I said, hey, man, I'm just learning Ebonics 101. Then he aimed at me and said, here's lesson 102. A wong, bong, baloop, bong, bong, bam, As I lay there, I thought I was dying. Someone called the paramedics, <laughs> I presume. Then another dude said, man, you pathetic honky fool. Choose Ebonics again and we'll be dissing you. Chick-a-boo, chick-a-boo. Now how do you like it? Chick-a-boo, chick-a-boo. Bet you don't like it. Chick-a-boo, chick-a-boo. The honky don't like it. Chick-a-boo, chick-a-boo, boo, boo. I like it. Chick-a-boo, chick-a-boo. 149 at WIOD. Let's uh, do Deerfield Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, can you please play uh, Pope Smokes Dope? The Pope Smokes Dope? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. That's what I heard. The Pope Smokes Dope! God. The Pope Smokes Dope! God gave him the grass. The Pope Smokes Dope! Yeah, yeah. He needs a smoking mask. The Pope Smokes Dope! He's a groovy headset. The Pope Smokes Dope! Oh, my God. The Pope Smokes Dope! The Pope's Dope, 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 the
you turd. What they tell me he don't share unless maybe with the altar boys. 152 at WIOD. Happy Friday. Good Shabbos. Good Yuntif, and et cetera and so on. Here's uh, North Miami Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. All right. Um, How you be? I'm fine. All thanks. right. I called you and explained about cannoli is plural. Right. Cano right, okay. Now, now, wait a minute. Cannoli is one? No, can canola. Canola? Canolo. Cano okay, cannoli, cannoli would one. be two cannoli or more, right. Two or more. Right. Okay, I have another example of very, very bad Guido speak. Okay. Pro probably the quint quintessential line in the, uh, the three movies in The Godfather, when Frankie Pentangeli comes to Michael and asks him for a favor, something about the, um, the old neighborhood, and he leaves, and he, he's disappointed because Michael won't help him out. He says, gee, Chabot. I, w I wonder what your professor would think of that. Which means? Well, Chichi, which, which is a bad pronunciation of Chechi, which is a garbanzo beans, you know. Uh-huh. Chichi. It's a Chichi, which is a bad pronunciation. Aborta, you know, the, the door. Aporta. Oh, Porta. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think that's about the worst example of the... Oh, my God. In the, in the, Chichi, Aborta. Huh. Very low well, let me ask you this. The Sicilians, though, don't speak the same. They speak Sicili uh, Siciliano. That's correct. Right. Because and, and, uh, people tell me that not only Sicilians, but also the uh, Napolitanos. I'm not talking about the horse people in Pompano, but the people from Naples. The that, right. They yeah. also speak a different dialect yes. that is so different that it's, uh, if you knew like real Italian, you wouldn't know what the hell they were talking about. Exactly. That's, that's where my people came from, and that's where I heard the, the worst examples of right. <laughs> Italian right. when I was a kid in Brooklyn. Only if you, you pretend you don't understand the Sicilians, they make you an offer you can't refuse. So <laughs> you just smile and say, see, see. But the Navalidans look down on us. And my, my mother always said, oh, those Indians, you know. Steve, <laughs> va bene, whatever you say. <laughs> anyway, love the show. Follow you wherever you go. Thanks, pal. All right. Arrivederci. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Ciao. Bonasera. It's almost time for Bonasera. Thanks to the state of California, Ebonics has become an official language. But on the East Coast in Brooklyn, Pisonics is ruling the street. Hey, use guys, check out the f***ing bambinos on that broad and get a load of her poopa. English translation, I really enjoy her company. So as last night, I banged the hell out of this chick in this real classy joint. English translation, I made love to her in the back of my Camaro. Yeah, yeah, I'm the main tenants director where all the youths hang out. English translation, I'm a janitor at the elementary school. If you'd like to get your copy of Hooked on Pisonics, just stuff some money in a plain brown envelope and shove it under the back door of Mario's over on the west side. And we'll be in touch. Grazie mille. 155 at WIOD. Here's Sunrise. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Great. Hey, listen, uh, is Alex uh, Hernandez getting any more money since they've named the team after him? Alex Fernandez? Fernandez, yeah. They've named the team after him. Every time you hear the news, Alex Fernandez and the Marlins. Alex Fernandez right. and the Marlins. Yeah. My well, no, they're paying, they're paying him by the pound. That's why he owes the team now. <laughs> yeah, really? That's right. Uh, listen, can you play something for me? I might. Uh... Courtney Love does the uh, Shakespeare. Okay. Thank you, sir. So, yeah. Courtney Love does Shakespeare? Oh, yeah. Is that what that's called? George? I guess. I guess. You guess? Well, I never actually saw the title of it since it's on one of the... Oh, no, it's on one of these things that I got in here. And am I going to find that before we uh, have time to get out of here? Because if I don't, he's going to be... It's going to ruin his weekend. I don't want to ruin that guy's weekend. Do I? Does I? Oh, where's number 51? I can't find number 51. This is so depressing. And so on, you know. 
and I'm going to feel bad. I'm going to tell you what, if we go 10 minutes over into Rick and Suds, I'm going to find that stupid damn thing. And then I don't think it's the one he's talking about anyway. You know what I'm saying? Where is it? Where the hell it be? Where do, where do it be? There's 50. There's 52. Where the hell is uh, disc number 51 for crying out loud? Are you hiding it? Are you sitting on it? Are you, like, uh, squeezing it? Oh, my God. Menage la miseria. No God. Like I said, it's around somewhere, but uh, forget it. So anyway, I tried like hell. Tonight you saw me. You were witness. I tried. Too bad he loses. 156 at WIOD. Noble, <laughs> Noble prices. That's what they say at University Dodge in Davie.